Radio's Dream Team. Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Bussey, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Here we go. Never could believe the things you do to me. We are here, and uh, we will be chatting with you coming up at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We start this hour, and she has been kind enough to give us multiple multiple ongoing reports, and that's Dr. Jody Dion Odom, uh, Assistant Professor of Medicine in the Division of Infectious Diseases. She's uh, one of these on the front line trying to get the answers that uh, everybody wants. Uh, from UAB out of our home city of Birmingham. And Dr. Odom, thank you for joining us again on the Rick and Bubba Show. I hope you're well. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here again. Well, you know, follow the science, Dr. Odom. Follow the science. And, uh, mm-hmm. and I, I sure hope I sure hope we can break through the propaganda to, to get to the science. God love you. You're, you are out there trying your best to give us the science. And, of course, once it becomes political and agenda-driven and all that, we almost have to... I know the hours you guys are putting in, you don't really have time. Like Dr. Burke said the other day when somebody tried to go back on some bizarre comment, she's like, we really don't need to be talking about that. Can we please get to the disease? So we'll try to stay in your, in your lane, which is the actual science and the disease. So, so we did see, though, uh, now we're having you know, some of your, um, your fellow doctors in different fields you know, that, are, that are talking about one of the concerns uh, and I wanted you to address that first, and that is they're trying, you know, we want to find a way to be as safe as possible. Uh, the science is showing that COVID-19 is highly contagious, which we've heard from the beginning. Uh, mm-hmm. We are seeing some good news that the death rate uh, is, now again, uh, you know, all of us have had things happen with family members and people we love, and uh, it, it, it could be, you know, zero 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 point two percent But if you buried one of your loved ones, for you, it was huge. Mm-hmm. And, we, right. and we don't want to make light of that or to treat that as it's no big deal. You know, but I would say the same mm-hmm. thing in the 2017-2018 flu season or 2018-2019 flu season. If your loved one was killed by that flu, uh, this flu is not any more heartbreaking than that one was for you. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. so, so, so we are looking at the death rate appears worldwide and across our country to be holding pretty steady at less than 1%. Can, can you update us on that? Yeah. So, um, the comparison to regular flu is regular flu is about 0.1%. Right. So 1% is still about 10 times higher than regular sure, flu. Sure. But what you're seeing is that before we were talking a lot about doing testing and making diagnoses of people who were in the hospital. So that's that 15% that are the sickest. They're obviously going to have a much higher death rate than if you look at everyone in the community. So as we're testing more people in the community and seeing people who are doing pretty well may have infection but don't feel that bad, that death rate falls because the number of people we've tested and the denominator is higher. You yeah. follow? Yeah, it's all relative. Uh, but per, exactly. But per cap- the more you test, the more you see the less infected people who are less seriously ill, right. then death, the death rate will fall. Death yeah. rate goes down. The data is right. driving the death rate down because the data is showing us we had a lot more people with this than we thought, but that also confirms highly contagious. But Yes, exactly. But it also may confirm, and this is the second thing I want to ask you about, that we may have had this around longer than we thought. You know, that was one of the things I got confused on the comparisons of the flu seasons 
when they were throwing out the numbers, but then you look and you say, well, that's over 21 weeks. Well, that's nearly five. I mean, that's five months. But mm-hmm. but they mm-hmm. but they said the flu season starts in October. We're actually at the end of the flu season, so those comparisons might be um, they are you can make those comparisons because we're getting to the end of the twenty one weeks. But do you think we had? I ask you the specific question. Do you think it's is science showing us that we may have had this around longer than we thought? Um, remember that at the beginning of any epidemic or pandemic, especially a new one like this, no one really knows where it is or right. how far spread it is. Right. So that's, that's sort of par for the course with these new diseases. Um, I do think that we're still looking at cases seen in China late November, early December. And we're, we're seeing now some cases that were probably circulating in the U.S. and California in the middle of January. Um, but that's looking backwards, right? It's seeing someone who died then not knowing what they died of because a lot of people right. in January have fever and trouble breathing and now recognizing that it was COVID-19. So I think overall, yes, it's a little earlier than we thought, but it's not like this was circulating in 2018 or all through 2019. No, it's still of course. a new virus. Of course, yeah. of course. Uh, yeah. And then, and Bubba, you can ask after this because I had one more question. Can you help, because I think this is important for you to try to help your colleagues in the medical field. Some people, I think it's a legitimate concern. We ha- we're going to have to start giving some reassurance, practicing safety with people who are hypertension, diabetes, heart disease. Now some of the primary doctors are saying our, our offices are empty and people are afraid to come. And now we're worried about indirect unnecessary deaths tied to COVID-19, that people who have other issues that normally are under a doctor's care are not coming in for their appointments and they're afraid to. Uh, and, yeah. and, and, and so uh, is, that, is that legitimate? And can you kind of speak to that for some of those patients? Yeah, it absolutely is. And I'm really glad you brought it up. I think that's one of the indirect, like you said, effects of the pandemic. You worry about people not taking their medicine for diabetes, hypertension. We honestly even worry about people sitting at home having chest pain, not wanting to go to the right. emergency room. Right. Some of them are having heart attacks and strokes at home because they're so worried about going for care. So we want to be clear about the messaging. Follow up with your doctor. Take your prescribed medicine. If you're having chest pain or you think you're having a stroke, seek medical attention immediately. Don't wait. These, these other things are still happening, even though COVID is happening. Dr. Jody, uh, I, I want to echo what Rick said, and just uh, we appreciate you joining us and, and informing us and the audience to the very latest on this, because I know that you're yeah, in no, high you're demand right now. Yeah, no, you're asking great questions. Yeah, happy to help. Uh, do, uh, is there anything on the front that you want to tell us that we need to know about specifically or specifically that is happening or evolving in this, uh, in this battle that we need to know about, maybe not getting the coverage that it needs to. Yeah. Um, well, I would say that we're actually pretty close to having some answers on some of these antiviral drugs we were talking about last week. So I don't have any new studies to share with you, but we are close. It's not going to be months. It'll be weeks until we have some data on those. Um, and the, the other is the, the moving of the vaccines. You know, we're, we're moving from early phase into phase one for a lot of different vaccine products. And I was listening to some scientists talk over the weekend about a number of really promising vaccines that are coming. So uh, just to say that even it may seem like we don't have news, but the work is being done and this will be coming out soon. Is it possible with the the effort that's going on now, it's almost kind of like a Manhattan project or an Apollo project where we have everybody looking at one thing. Is it possible that we may have some research come out of this that's going to help us 
with other virus things, even the, the great common cold coming out of this? Yeah, you know, I mean, coronavirus usually is not this type, but usually kind of a common cold virus. And people have been working for a long time on a universal vaccine that would get the common cold and get all of the flu viruses and even an antiviral that would treat lots of different viruses. So that's sort of the holy grail of the field because all of these are different. So to have one treatment or one vaccine that is broad coverage is pretty hard to make, but a lot of smart people thinking about it. Dr. Odom, you know, I, I think oh, with ahead. all that brain power and all the research, maybe there'll be some correlations come out of this and even uh, make a dent in some other things that, you know, have, have plagued us so heavily over the years, cancer and, and other things. I, I hope there's some good byproducts that come out of this, kind of like we had, even though in the space program we were trying to get to the moon, but we had so many good things come out of that. Uh, and so many things even come out of the research uh, trying to build the first atomic bomb that we still use today that for positive yeah. and good things. And hopefully mm -hmm. we'll have that mm -hmm. in this, too. Yeah, I think so. Uh, it's too early to say exactly what we're going to have as advances, but there's no doubt that all these people collaborating across the world and working together and thinking hard about this problem is going to help us. So uh, go ahead. Rick. So let's take the break and we'll come back. And, um, you know, I want to. Bubba, I know you've got some more questions, and you certainly do those, but I think we need to talk to her about somebody who needs to be studied, and that's Charles Billingsley. Yeah. Uh, now, yeah I'm sure our friend does not want us, you know, offering him up as a study case, but I think, <laughs> I really think he could be helpful, and we'll, we'll tell you about what happened with him, and he was a person who had severe, uh, you know, problems with it, but um, some other things were kind of odd. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Phil Robinson out of Duck Dynasty. You're listening to Rick and Bubba. Pay attention. Pay attention. Class is in session, and we're talking to Dr. Jody Dion Odom, works in the Department of Infectious Disease at UAB Hospital. We're, you know, having our weekly conversation with her. And, uh, you know, and Dr. Odom, we are trying to, you know, be good students in the class and not ask stupid questions like we did when we were actually in school. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> no so, such thing. No yeah, such well, thing you know, we well, still had a few of those. We did, Rick. but you know, you remember, Doctor Odom, Bubba and I had a Spanish teacher that fled Castro, uh, who was trying to kill and jail her family, and she said, te oh. she said, teaching the two of us Spanish made her consider going back to Castro. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so anyway, uh, see, si, Senorita. Huh? So let's talk uh, uh, a couple things we want to ask you about before we wrap up today. Let's talk about the concerns, and I, I started getting emails from medical doctors because, you know, we want to get back. We want to keep moving. We know it's contagious. We are thankful that the death rate percentage is going down, but mm. still some issues because this is, a, a you know, a, a novel uh, coronavirus. We, we've never seen it before. And one of the things that you guys, are you, can you update us on the concern about blood clots? Yeah, so this is, we're seeing it more and more often, but we even were getting reports out of Italy and out of China that they were seeing it there too. What we're seeing is much higher percentage of people, especially the, the sickest who are in intensive care, having blood clots in their legs, blood clots in their lungs, and even blood clots going to their kidneys and going to their brain and causing stroke. So we had young people, previously totally healthy, 
have blood clots that have been devastating because they go to bad places. So um, there definitely seems to be an association exactly why it happens with this virus. We don't understand yet, um, but we're trying to understand it. That was kind of my follow-up is why it was happening. Do do you think it may be unfair because you, you may have already answered this with your statement, but do we think it is a a direct result of that or is it indirect, uh, you know, through dehydration laying around for an extended period of time? Do we have any idea on that, Doc? Well, the thing is, patients in the ICU sort of by definition are relatively immobilized, and we're seeing a higher rate of clot compared to other patients in the ICU. So I think it's something to do with the virus. It may have something to do with the ACE receptor, ACE2 receptor the virus uses to bind to get into cells is related to the control of hypertension and the control of some of the things at the level of the vessel. So I think it's a, a basic interaction between what this is virus, what the virus is doing in the body, which is leading to the stroke. Dr. Jody, are, are there any other uh, meds or treatments out there that uh, seem to be showing some success just far as making people more comfortable or giving them, uh, you know, uh, cutting down on the length of time of this? I mean, not the vaccines or, or all of that, but some of the, uh, you know, the, like we had one with a, a story about uh, it was actually some stomach medicine that may be helping. Yeah, so there's a study right now of famotidine or Pepsid, which is um, ongoing. There's about 470 trials of different drug treatments being tested. A lot of those are the same drugs we've already talked about, but there's new things being tried too. Everyone, like I said, is really working hard to find a treatment for this, so nothing is off the table. So let me ask you about uh, our friend Charles Billingsley. All right, so here here was his experience. He's fifty years old. Mm-hmm. He he's in great shape. Really takes care of himself. You know, healthy guy. Yeah, uh, doesn't look fifty at no, all. No, doesn't. I mean, you know, it's. Mm-hmm. I know you're picturing us in your head. Don't picture that. Yeah, no, <laughs> uh, picture somebody who's like a movie star. Well, I'm fifty. We're both fifty. I'm fifty five. What are you about fifty six? I'm fifty six right now. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. But, okay. but but you would never you would never see Bubba or me and go is that Charles Billingsley. <laughs> Right, you know what right. I mean? So, so I'm saying Charles Billingsley is, you know, he's lean, he he's healthy, he takes care of himself, mm-hmm. exercises, ha- doesn't have any pre-existing health problems, and mm-hmm. he got COVID nineteen, and I mean, he got the bad stuff. I'm talking about mm-hmm. really is fortunate to be alive. Okay, I mean, he wow. he he had the deal where they were within days of ventilator, the whole deal, and praise mm-hmm. the Lord. He was able to fight his way out of it. He was sick for twenty Wonderful. for twenty four days. He was sick, and mm-hmm. uh, and he did have the leg pains, which they think might have been. You know, they were worried at one point about the blood clotting and mm-hmm. and all of this. He went to the he was hospitalized for a few days. Uh, he was able to get himself healthy enough to quarantine at home. But here's what mm-hmm. was interesting: he has young children. He has you know a, a beautiful wife. And they were on, he thinks he got it from a woman on an airplane trying to get back home to where he lives in Virginia. And there was a woman in the seat in front of them that was wheezing, dry coughing, coughing all over the plane, sadly, I think, and, and, you know, and all this. And, and he thinks that's who he got it from because this was in the early days and we were trying to figure out where it was, what's going on. And, mm-hmm. and his wife and children were not only with him on the plane, they lived in the same house with him for, you know, I guess he was in hospital two days, so 22 days. He did quarantine himself off into one room, um, mm-hmm. and none of his children, they just tested them again, or his wife, none of them got the virus. And and we know, I mean, the science is telling us it's highly contagious. 
Yeah. But but maybe this is some good news that we can work through it socially, even with people who have it. Does that surprise you that none of his family contracted it? I know they may not have had the same problems. You know, we've had cases in families where somebody got real sick, somebody didn't even, it was like a cold and everything in between, but they didn't mm-hmm. get it at all. Does that is that interesting to you? It is. I mean, I think the fact that he was in the hospital and that he quarantined probably did protect his family sure, sure. because maybe the period he was most infectious, he wasn't around them. But the other question I have is the testing they did on the family, mm-hmm. because, you know, did they do the antibody test that looked to see if they ever had the infection or did they do the nose test looking for the virus? You know, I don't remember. Because, That's important, but I don't remember what, yeah. what test he said. I, I want to say it was the antibody test, but I may be wrong. Yeah, so I'm thinking what they may have done, what we still have most available right now is that PCR test in the nose. And I wouldn't be surprised if the illness sort of already passed through his kids, let's say, right. and his kids are feeling fine, negative yeah. PCR, but they could still have the antibody that they had it and uh, cleared it. You wouldn't be surprised um, if we discovered they just had no reaction to it and he did. Exactly, exactly. Uh, can I ask or, a question? I also wouldn't be totally surprised if he did a really good job isolating himself and didn't come in contact with them and didn't get them sick. That's also possible. Yeah, he said he, the, the roughest thing for him, he said, you know, it's what we see. He said it was amazing how long the fever, he couldn't, they couldn't get the fever. Yeah. In he had, he, you know, when you're old, when you're 50, 102 to 104, <laughs> you know, it bangs on you. You know, a, a small child can run a high fever and still function to some degree. But the older you so get, oh, the, just any true. fever when you're older, you like. They can run around when they're young, but <laughs> yeah. adults, it hits us much harder. It's true. true. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like you've been thrown down a flight of steps. <laughs> Speedy, go I'm ahead with your question. Better, I wanted to ask news. about that fever right, just right quick. Yeah, no, we're wrapping up. Go ahead, because we've only got about 30 seconds, okay. Bob. Yeah, D- Dr. Jody, uh, if you, uh, of course, if your fever gets too high, it can do organ damage. You don't want that, but just mm-hmm. in general. Uh, if you're in that 99 to, to maybe 100, 101, are you better just to let that run its course than try to lower your fever with Tylenol or Advil or something? Yeah, you know, in infectious disease, we usually think of the fever as a good thing. It's your body's response, trying to raise your temperature to get rid of that germ. So I often don't give Tylenol off the bat for people unless they're really uncomfortable. There it is. Oh, you're going to hear about that today. <laughs> Dr. Jody, thank you again and all the, the medical folks out there who are working so hard. We, we really do appreciate your frontline response to this war we're in. Thanks for getting the word out. All right. okay. Thanks for the call. Thanks for giving us the time. Uh, bottom of the hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Hopefully that was a, you know an update again. We just stayed in the world of, of science there. We didn't get into all the other agendas out there. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, there is no other. It is 35 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Now, I know that there's a lot going on, and, you know, some people think, you know, I guess they're going to stay in their house for the rest of their lives. I mean, that may be. But, uh, you know, who knows uh, what situation you'll find yourself in when it comes to Mother's Day uh, and the moms on your list. Uh, you know, will you be able to, to be with them? Obviously, if, you know, if you're, you're married, you're certainly, I hope, with your wife. But so you, you want to take care of that. But, I mean, really, let's get into to if your mom's still 
you know, with you and you still, but you can't go visit her because, you know, like our mom, she's uh, in that high risk category of uh, our senior citizens. But uh, 1-800-Flowers.com can take care of all that for you. So why don't you go to 1-800-Flowers.com right now? Uh, you, if you order early, you can get 24 multicolored roses, and we're going to get you those for 20% off the original price. So mom will love this. Uh, now, 1-800-Flowers is committed to safety of the loved one that you'll be sending these flowers to, so contactless delivery is available. All you have to do is just use that option. Picking an early delivery date ensures that your bouquet will arrive in time to make Mom's Day special. Don't start playing games with this. Don't become a Mother's Day 1-800-Flowers daredevil where you're going to wait till the last minute and then put them in a bind that they're trying to make it happen for you. Then you get mad when it doesn't happen. Don't play that kind of game. Go ahead and do it now and be done with it. 1-800-Flowers.com. Order 24 multicolored roses for only $39.99 at 1-800-Flowers.com. Click the radio icon, enter the code Bubba, or get you 20% off. So go to 1-800-Flowers.com. The code is Bubba. Hurry, because this offer is going to end uh, by the end of the day coming up this Wednesday. So this is good through Wednesday. Once once we close down Wednesday, this one's gone. Uh, All right, so um, we've been discussing, and we're coming off the discussion with Dr. Odom, the Rick and Bubba show. When when do we all begin? You know, states are starting to slowly open. Uh, the economy is going to open back up. I I've talked with you know friends of mine that work in various offices. Some of them are going to not go everybody back to the office till June. Uh, I've heard. Uh, I th- I think I don't know for a fact, and I'm probably about to get in trouble here. But this is what I was told, and I ne- I probably need to go read the email for myself before I say this. But I, I think we're starting to hear from the leadership of our church on when they think we may start gathering again. And, Helmsy, you might be able to uh, confirm me on this. I think I was told they're already kind of giving us the idea it won't be till June. Uh, June will be the first yeah. time they'll actually kind of decide that we may start trying this. But uh, So we're going to stay virtual through through May. And, and so you see everybody with different deals. Yeah. Well, our situation is, is thankfully good because – even if everybody is here with an intern, we're at seven. So we've never been in that mode of, you know, you're exceeding 10 people. You, you have a large number of people. You got to be careful and da, 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 da. So, but still seven people, isn't two people. And, and, you know, cause then you multiply that by what everybody else is doing in their personal lives. And certainly you can do that, but we're trying to decide when do we leave DEFCON Diffie? Uh, and I think, I think these are two different questions. Leaving DEFCON Diffie just includes the staff. When we'll go to Golden Ticket Seats oh. and the Wednesday, Wednesday Bible Study, that's, that's a different animal. You know, that, that, yeah, that's, that's down the road. That's probably down the road. Further, further down the road. But uh, as far as just the staff, and look, the technology has been great. From what I've gathered, uh, all of you have been able to continue to do your jobs, uh, and we're staying on top of it now. One of the reasons we might be able to stay on top on it, on top of it, is the unfortunate side. We don't have as much business right now as we will when the economy, you know, starts going again. There's, there's not as much for us to do right now because the economy is sitting over just dead as a wedge. But uh, so, um, DefCon Diff, Diffy uh, is uh, is is the Zoom format with Speedy and me and Stretch here at the studio. Uh, but we're thinking about leaving DefCon Diffy. And going to Lone Survivor, uh, and that means that we keep one person uh, isolated away, uh, joining us via Zoom, 
and we have picked our first lone survivor will be Helmsy because he has asthma. Is that correct? Can we, can we please make sure that we change it to designated survivor? Yeah, okay. Because every time I hear lone survivor, I think of the movie, and the guy's just in a freaking he battle. Really is. He really yeah. is. All right. He's, yeah. in, a, he's go, in a handle. Let's and go. I, but I like that name. I like that name because you could be the lone survivor, right. see? And then but you, I think you, it's designated survivor. But I like lone survivor. Yeah, yeah, don't you? What's what, going on? Well, what we're doing is designated survivor. Survivor, but yes. I do prefer lone survivor. But yeah, yeah, yeah but designated. I think I can change. Survivor. I think I've called it that so long I can't change now. I thought lone survivor wasn't that uh, Mark Wahlberg in Afghanistan? Yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. that's who he's in a handle too. Yeah, that's why was he? That's a tough, the tough, tough movie to watch. He really gets yeah. in a lot of minds. Good so, yes. so we started out with all in. In other words, right. we were just gonna rough it out. <laughs> then we went to Defcon Diffy. Right. Uh, it, mostly on the advice of Greg Burgess. My boy, Greg. So, so next Monday, uh, which will be the fourth, is that right? Of yeah. May? Yeah. Uh, we're yeah, going to You started some go, crazy come back on Friday. I'm like, guys, just push it to Monday. Now yeah, Greg could yeah, be here Friday if he that. wants to sleep in You there. can't do that. Yeah. Uh, so then we'll go to Lone Survivor and we will all come to the studio, but have somebody designated to sit out for 10 days. Rick, I know we said 14, but that doesn't work with a calendar. Isn't 10 probably about as good? Uh, I, that I don't know. I've, I'm like you. I've always heard two weeks. I've so. always heard 14, but 10, 10 work days is 14 days. So, so we'll, we'll rotate out uh, some of the folks and keep somebody out. And ca- because if, if, somebody, if somebody gets sick, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know the timetable, be- be- you know, getting a test. See, that some of the details of this are a little gray, but if somebody gets sick or is exposed to it, we immediately default back to DEFCON, DEFCON Diffie, right? Right. That's correct. Right. Yeah. So what we do is 14 it, days. We're DEFCON Diffie until Monday. Now, Greg, if you want to stay and be here on Friday, you could just so you wouldn't have to drive all the way back. And be in the studio with me and me and Speedy and Stretch. That's and okay. I'll go home. Yeah, and and so then <laughs> so then Monday, because uh, none of us have tested positive. There's nobody that has it that that we know of. Uh, and so um, so then we go to designated survivor, uh, and Helm stays out. And then if somebody gets it, uh, then uh, we all go back to DefCon Diffie. Yeah, Rick, I've I've pretty much been quarantined since the first week in March. So, you know, for a uh, social butterfly, this is really tough. I mean, I hadn't been out to eat with anybody. And yep. C- could I ask a question here on on designated survivor? Yeah, um, I've got several uh, too, Speedy. All right, you. so I know we we've talked about that with the staff, but will either Adler or Stretch stay out because in that scenario, even if Helmsy had to come up here and run the board, somebody still has to switch in there. So, or, or how, how are we running that side? Well, I mean, Adler's on, on maternity leave. So, I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, I, I wasn't sure when he was. That's the question. Yeah, how long, how long can we have stretch? That's, I mean, he, he can't just intern his with His internship should be running out at some point. Yeah, I was about to say, he can't... Probably get, already ran out. We've just abused it. At the beginning of this, we had him down for... And stretch, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but... Um, I believe it was June 5th, and then a pandemic happened, and, and things kind of changed. Um, okay. I was planning on coming back with everybody on Monday, just keeping my distance a little bit from you guys. And, uh, you know, if I have to, I can always work from home. You know, I can always switch from home. You know, it's, yeah. it's, well, I would it's do not that. preferred, but I can. I would do that and just, just stay with mom and baby right now. I don't think there's anything urgent to yeah. be back. Yeah. Well, if he's, if we've got him all the way to June 5th, then yeah, yeah they're, they're, I mean, I'm not trying to be a daredevil and I'll tell this to all of you, <laughs> you know, we're making it happen. 
<laughs> I mean, it, it, you know, it, it's we're not one of those businesses we're not that we're not operating and we got to operate. Uh, is the show probably better and it's easier in the studio because, like you talk about, Greg, it's hard for y'all to comment because on this Zoom format, if somebody says something, it cancels everybody out. So there is a certain rhythm you can't have this way, but. Overall, I don't. I don't think the show's taking that big a hit. Yeah, Rick. Personally, I'd rather butt in in person. Right. Yeah. That, I, I think that would. Be, well, and I'll be honest with you, because when you butt in in this format, if I'm talking, they can't hear you anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whoever's whoever's got the green box has got the floor. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's. Let me tell you the thing I like about this format. If you get in a monologue, nobody can stop you. <laughs> that's one good thing about it so so so, back back to designated survivor mm -hmm. so if helmsy comes in here and he's running the board you're at home and and so now well i guess we need to set you up for for a broadcast from the house because that's what you're not planning on staying here you would go home yeah i've I've already i've got everything i need yeah Yeah. okay so you're good to go then yeah oh okay i'm good to go do do you have your zoom set up at home rick Uh uh-huh yeah i mean i don't i can i I, i've been i've been zooming like there's no tomorrow. I'm 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 a, so I'm a Zoom. You got a Zoom that. room or what okay, do you do? No, 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 no. I just use a computer. But I have a but you know, I I'd have to get the mic and all that stuff. <clears throat> That's what I was wondering. Yeah. yeah. But um, let me ask an uncomfortable question if y'all don't mind, because you know I'll do that. Um the the Zoom deal on designated survivor format. Now I get that I need to do that for the kickoff hour, but I don't want I don't want this to personally turn into a bip to y'all. Yeah, that y'all are there at the studio, and y'all are like, "Gosh, we got to zoom Helms in again." Do y'all want to just do kickoff hour Zoom, and then if you need me, go to me, and me kind of just be that guy? Or I mean, I don't want to be that guy that y'all are like, you know, getting frustrated with because you've got to bring him in on Zoom every day. Yeah, I, I anybody, don't. You know, yeah, I, well, the only problem is, see, our show now you're acting like our show plans things. See, uh, we we got to have you available. I, so if all of a yeah, sudden on on a whim. I go. I don't mind yeah. doing Rick, it. I like it's having the lone survivor on Zoom so we can go to them yeah. if we need to. <laughs> like, and make sure they're okay. Like, and check their temperature. Like if we get if, into an out of shadows discussion, you know, I don't want to say, "Hey, go find Hams." I want to talk about out of shadows when we come back. And yeah. get him up no, on. I get that. Yeah, I just yeah. didn't want y'all yeah. to be like, "Holly, we got a device that we got to boot up every day and Zoom and create a meeting and all that." Well, I, I think it's good that we keep that hot and and keep you. Yeah, and, and let me say this, Hams. The reason why I also like it is that we've like bought a lot of microphones and a lot of technology, and I want to feel like the hell we're using them. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, 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 yeah, <laughs> so, so <laughs> it makes me feel good to know we're using. Them. Sure. You know, so uh, so we'll be back. Uh, more Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. It is uh, eight minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG. As uh, we make our way back, we'll get to, into some phone calls coming up here next hour. So um, so we'll, we'll, we'll leave DEFCON Diffie uh, a week from today, and we will go to designated slash lone survivor, whichever term is preferred. And, and we actually just did the list. Bubba, you may be at higher risk. Uh, but you're the number two mic guy, so needing you back on a live mic in the studio is just it's it's a high priority because you talk a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I guess we could debate it. We yeah, yeah. we've all got a few checks on the list. Sure. Uh, but I think I think I probably check more boxes. Uh, yeah. Speedy, what is it? Hypertension, 
yeah. overweight. Oh, uh, yeah. What? Hypertension, diabetes. Um, so I don't ob- have uh, that one that ob- we know of. How's ob- your sugar? Yeah. Are yeah, you- my sugar's fine right now. I put it to, uh, you know, I probably strain it quite a bit, but is your I'm sugar okay being, right now. Is your uh, sugar being medicated or are you just naturally okay on sugar? Yeah, I'm naturally okay. 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 But uh, so you got hypertension, um, diabetes, obesity, and then it gets yeah. into upper respiratory, like, you know, asthma or whatever. Well, I don't have as- asthma like Hams has it, but I, I have allergies. So you always have some degree of that. Um, now, this yeah, is I'm a, obviously not worried about this virus because I am, am married and live with a, a woman that's at the hospital every day. Yeah. I go to Lowe's about every other day. And if y'all have been out there, boy, that's yeah. a traffic jam. Yeah. I, 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 and, well, I, well, I go back to what I said. And, I think some of this, 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 ter- this hysteria, if we don't have stacks of people sick from Home Depot and Lowe's in the grocery yeah. store, I mean, it ought to be stacks of people because I've been in all those locations and everybody is, I mean, I know we got the plexiglass and we got Mark where you're supposed to stand, but I'm telling you what, like I tried to go to get some groceries over the weekend. Well, you turn down an aisle where there's the guy stocking, you know, from Frito-Lay. Yeah. And so you can't get around him. In order to get around him, you got to get close to him. Mm-hmm. And then there's a person bottlenecked on the other side of him, and then a person is bottlenecked up behind them, right. and they just want Doritos. You know what I mean? That's all they and, want. And yeah. so uh, I've noticed when people need something to eat that all this social distancing kind of goes down the tubes. Mm-hmm. And uh, But we can operate the way these places are operating, undoubtedly. It's not high risk because if it was, we would we would be living in a different situation than in which we now live. Yeah. Well, Rick, back to your point. I think I can check almost every box except for uh, sugar mm-hmm. and African American. And quite frankly, with my history, we don't know about the last. I mean, That's it, right. It's still That's up true. for grabs. That's so, true. Yeah. Uh, you know. So uh, we'll. You know. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm good. I think I'll be all right. Yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah. What you just said is you check every check box except one, but you're good. <laughs> I thought that was an interesting comment. Yeah, but uh, the uh, but, <laughs> but I'm good. <laughs> I think I mean, that was just a, yeah. You know that's what, what yeah. That's the point. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't live in fear. I yeah. mean, you yeah. know, I, I do try to prepare, but sure. I don't live in. Fear. No. Our luck, the staff's luck, is that somebody will get it because we've been so good, mm-hmm. and then the designated survivor will get it going to Lowe's. Uh, yeah. and then that's <laughs> well, no, yeah. People think look, I, I've been going to Lowe's like the other day. I went. Amanda said, "Where'd you go to Lowe's for?" I said, "I just went to look at some floodlights." And really, the only reason I was there just to kind of see people and chat with people. Right? Hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> the uh, what, what's funny is uh, I ain't had a guy lunch in so long. I don't. I mean, I'm I I'm about to die. Everybody thinks we're 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 quarantining Hams because he has asthma. We're actually putting him on designated survivor because he lives with a nurse. Yeah, you know, I mean, that, that's, and he lives within jogging we're distance. Really, we're really more afraid of him coming in than anything. <laughs> yeah. okay. Please don't we, think that we, we have think a heart. He could be the metro that's that's bringing everything. You know. Yeah. Please don't think this is selfless. This is like everything else we do. It's selfish. Uh, so uh, <laughs> there's nothing selfless about it. Hey, that guy's dangerous. The story, and then there's the story. <laughs> hey, that guy's dangerous. Leave him at home. <laughs> Tell him his microphone sounds better. So, uh, so, so that big blue microphone sounds good. Just stay with it, buddy. You're good. Stay right there. So, uh, so that's uh, that's it, and we'll we'll do the best we can do with it. And uh, the, the restart's going to be tough on one Greg Burgess because his life changed, I think, more than anybody's. Greg, I, I know. <laughs> can you give up this extra sleep that you've been getting? 
That's going to be tough. I'll tell you that. I know. <laughs> Greg looks like he, he's changing. almost human again now. You know, he, he does. He smiles. He's got his colors better. He's not squinting yeah. so much. His attitude's that, better. He ain't balled anybody out in two or three weeks. Which, <laughs> three hours, two more hours of sleep and three hours in a car, you know, that yeah. I don't have to deal with. So, yeah. But, hey, I've been doing it for 12 years, so it ain't a big whoop. Yeah. And, and what your, your mom thought that might just be a good permanent setup. Yeah. 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 I told her that's probably not an option, mom. Thank <laughs> you. Well, here's the thing I was even considering, but, but the Greg minions think all the things he just mentioned have ta it's taken his edge off. <laughs> You're right. They're, yeah. they're not getting what they want from Greg. He's <laughs> not as edgy. He's not as mean. Yeah. He's afraid you to know, butt, can't butt in. You, you can't interact on, on the computer. You just can't. Right. Mm -hmm. it, it does limit a little bit. It takes a little bit of the rhythm out. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's laid off his rude Tourette's medicine. Yeah. I do too. Oh, that's it's fresh. It. That's it. You don't even that's need it. it. Don't need it. No. Papa Bear's getting some good sleep. I, I tell you, <laughs> let me let me tell you You're the right. only we would have lost Greg in his edginess completely, completely. Remember, the only thing that has saved any edge because he's getting sleep, his colors back, he's not having to drive and all mm. that. But the pandemic has kept him away from baby Ellis. Yeah. If, if, if he if yeah. he if yeah, he was right. seeing Ellis Ooh, during uh -huh. this time, we would have completely lost. Oh, him. he might he'd be he'd be unrecognizable. You, yeah. You, you yeah. know the real question right. here may be for his wife Lisa. She may be pro him getting on the road again. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great. Yeah. He's the there a lot. He's bring, there a lot. She's scared I'm gonna bring the virus to the house because you know that. But besides that, yeah, she would. I'm sure she would be happy if I was leaving and coming home yeah. three hours a day that I'm not there. I know. Yeah, I, guess. I do wish we had some good ultraviolet lights there at work. So like when you come through the door, like where the golden ticket seats are, it's like a, a ultraviolet tunnel. Oh, down there. Okay. I like that. that well, I ain't getting near it. Y'all just stay away from me. I ain't shaking your hand. Just wave at me from across <laughs> the room. And we'll be I think shaking hands are done for a while. I hadn't shook a hand in a long time. What if that becomes a new thing? Like somebody there's like you look up and it says tonight, one of the Walindas will walk across, you know, some canyon, and a man will shake somebody's hand. <laughs> what, what oh met, my god! What if he met a guy on the high on the high wire midway and shook his hand, and then they crossed and went right, go. right. kept it. going? Tell you what else. I'm also bringing my own thermos with my own coffee, and y'all don't touch it. Right. I'm gonna tell you one thing. This coffee pot is cleaner than it's been in years because <laughs> since it's just me here. And I have all the time in the world. I clean it up every day and get it all nice and neat. And, you, know, you, you wouldn't believe how clean the kitchen is. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's cleaner and it's been. I mean, they're very efficient here right now. You know, when you go from multiple coffee cups down to two, <laughs> you know, and this is and uh, our coffee supply. You know, we, oh, we're only the roof. we're only drinking about half a half a pot. And we're day. saving a small fortune on breakfast. Oh, yeah. I mean, yes. Yep. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, yo, what's up? I'm Darius Rucker. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. That is possible. <laughs> Six minutes now past the hour. Here we go. Standing on a bridge, see the water keep flowing by. Six minutes. Past the hour, Speedy, Stretch Armstrong, and old number one. We're here at the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport uh, out across the Fruited Plain in home studios. The real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, uh, Eddie Van Dadler, brand new daddy. Yeah, I've seen him holding his little daughter today on Zoom. 
And welcome back for a brand new hour, also from the broadcast basement. Uh, there's Bill Bubba Bussy. Everybody say hello. Rick, glad to be here. Radio Free Bubba back in uh, broadcasting today. And gosh, we just uh, appreciate all of you guys for joining us uh, through all this. Crazy times, crazy yep. times. I mean, just a few months ago, uh, some of the terms that we're using now, we never thought we <laughs> would be using. So yep. uh, we're glad to be here and hopefully uh, well on the road to back to some form of uh, the way it used to be. Uh, so yeah, you, we didn't even talk about that. You've returned to radio free Bubba today. Yeah. It's not the yeah, broadcast. Right. Calls. I, I'm, I, yeah. Well, I, I'm trying to move around, you know, I do that quite a bit anyway. Yeah. So it's, um, you know, it, it's so funny because the things you forget about, about the things we're doing, like I, I just got in the routine of, you know, going to the bank or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, I wasn't thinking, and I, I nearly caused a, um, oh, no. you know, a DEFCON diffy. Is um, I had to stop by the bank, and I thought, you know, there's sometimes I go in because I, I don't want to be a bip. That's one thing I want the rest of the country to know. We try to work hard on bippage, yeah, because because we know what it's like to be a, to deal with bips. So we try to yep. minimize our bipness. Now sometimes we're very we're very bip aware. Yeah, sometimes you know you're not paying attention, and you, and you let yep. bipness rise up. But then sometimes I'll catch myself and go, Rick, change what you're doing. You're a bip. And, um, <laughs> and and so what I don't do is I don't bog down the drive through with bippage. Hmm. You know, if I've got things that you need to go in, and I've got this deposit, and I got this, and I need to move. I'm not sure about this, and and you know, if there's something that can't just be here, it is in the tube. Thank you very much. Have a great day. I go inside, but I forget you can't do that right now. Yeah. So, so I, I pulled in, you know, just you know, with my with my bippage shield up, you know, and I said, yeah, I'm gonna run here and take care of this. And I went up to the door and grabbed it and started like trying to pull on it. And and I and, and I mean, people were like having a meltdown, like I was some monster. Ah, ah, unclean, you know. And they're like. Go outside. We'll come out. You know, and so <laughs> Help me. it's like it's like I was doing a drug deal. I, I had to have somebody from the bank come out, all covered up, uh-uh. and bring me something. I had to show I had my gloves on, and you know, put your mask on. And it's just weird. I mean, it, it, and, and I don't know that all that's necessary, but I mean, you, you know, I want everybody to feel comfortable. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, I, I mean, there's some people that think we're going to live the rest of our life, guys. I don't know if y'all have dealt with these masks. Everybody acts like this mask, and certainly do it to protect others. They act like this mask is no big deal. It's a nightmare to wear that mask, oh, especially yeah. like you said, Greg, because I usually just keep my glasses on. If I don't have the glasses on, I have sunglasses on. <laughs> yeah. So you've put the mask on, and, yeah, and now if, if fo- fog's on. up, you can't see. Fog. I, had a, I had a person yesterday, and mm. I felt so bad because I thought, first of all, if I've got the mask on and the gloves, I don't think you really can recognize me anyway. So I get out for the grocery store to go get something yesterday, and i got to get my gloves with your mask on. And so I'm getting, I'm getting out. And I notice there's a person, I can tell their body because I can't see them because my glasses are fogging up. There's a body, you know, that, oh my gosh, you're, you're coming inside six feet on plane. You know, and the person is standing there and I'm like, what's going on? Have I, have I forgot to t- turn my truck off, which is possible. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll do that in a second and things like that, especially when they go to this push button stuff. You know, sometimes you'll get out and just leave it running. And, you know, the old <laughs> days when you turn keys off, it's pretty sick because sometimes you'll push that button and it won't be off. You know, and all that. So anyway, I thought, well, I've left my I've left my truck on, and and I'm looking around. Well, I can't see the person because my glasses have fogged up, and and come to find out, it was somebody that I've known for years, and and they and they just wanted to say hello, but I couldn't see them. So for a moment, they're thinking, do you not know who I am? And I'm, and then when I finally just took my glasses and pushed them up. 
you know, like that. And I'm like, oh, hey, how are you doing? I'm so sorry. I didn't know. No, Ricky was like, oh, hey, come on. <laughs> and, then it, and then it gets sweaty in there, and uh, you know, yeah. I have, and, and your face gets sweating, and it, it's really not a mild change. Mm. It's a pretty big deal to have to walk around with the doggone surgeon's, surgeon's surgery I mask. I have not done that yet. It, uh, I, it's, I, I, uh, I keep staring at my mask and thinking it, it's, it's today uh, the day, and I just can't do it. it I guess I, I need to. Did you use the cloth, the cloth one that we got or the N95, the more the cup one? Yeah, I don't have the N95s. I've never had that. Yeah, We, we, we had a, just a pack of your run-of-the-mill surgeon mask. You know, the ones they told us that we didn't need, they might even make us more susceptible. Yeah. Then they start screaming, put them on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, the um, so uh, so anyway, this just a, there's, there's a lot of things yeah. out there that are just and, – and I just – I mean, I'm just going to speak for just me, just for, for me. I don't want to live like that the rest of my life. No. I mean, it's, it's just – some of it – some of it is borderlining on the absurd, some of the things we're talking about going forward. And I'm just going to be – I'm going to stay in the – common sense, level-headed preparedness, I'm just going to refuse to go into the absurd. Mm, I, I'm, yeah. just, I'm, just, I'm just not going into the absurd. And if, if I die, I die. You know, give, yeah. give me liberty or give me death. Right. I'm, pa- I'm Patrick yep. Henry. Yeah. Okay. And I'll try not to kill anybody else on the way. I'll do the best I can. <laughs> you know, you, you know how hard it is to catch a deep breath in those masks. I mean, oh it is goodness. for me anyway. Oh my gosh. What are gyms going to go to once the treadmills get open? Are you going to have to run with a mask on? I can't hardly breathe right no, now. I, don't I mean, know. what do you? How's knows? that going to work? Who knows, Greg? We get to I breathe saw a pretty one hard. car wreck over the weekend. They blamed on somebody having a mask on too long and said they uh, basically asphyxiated themselves and wrecked. No, <laughs> my <laughs> gosh. Yeah, yeah, I saw that headline. I don't, oh my goodness, the well, they're the claiming crash. that. I, I don't like, know that. I mean, well, I, here's the thing I've noticed: because they are so <laughs> uncomfortable, and because your face does sweat, and your glasses do fog up. What I've noticed, which defeats the entire purpose. Which makes makes us kind of makes us maybe go back to the social distancing and do the best we can and all that. We don't need to be on top of each other. We can stop shaking hands if y'all want to. That's weird to me, but we can certainly do that. But what's happening is they're so uncomfortable. You and if you're trying to wear for a long period of time, you know what you see in the grocery store? Everybody pulling them down. Mm. Well, they're pulling them down because they got to where they couldn't breathe, or it fogged <laughs> up their glasses, or they just didn't like the way it felt. Well, once that happens, you're just like, well, there's really no need to have them on then. I mean, <laughs> yeah. if, if you're if you're not going to wear them right. What's, when you're wearing it like a chin strap, right, it's right. not doing you any good. No, I've seen not. a lot of that, by the way. Well, yeah, at that point, it's not protecting you. It's like a coronavirus catcher at that point. Right. Yeah. Well, have, you, have you ever busted an employee in a place, too, and they see you looking at them and they pull it up real quick? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, and I always tell them, I said, look, I'm not one of those. Don't worry about it. It's, I mean, I'm, I'm not one of these people going to title on you. And, you know, everybody's out being tattled till now and watching you. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not going to be in the Mrs. Kravitz world. No, I don't want to live in Cuba, so I'm just not going to. Uh, but uh, Abner, Abner. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I mean, because what Greg, this is the thing you've been talking about for years with people is because there, you can't give the masses that kind of green light. Well, cause some people live for that. They, they, they're not trying. They ain't worried about the safety of the country and the safeties of others. They think they've been given a bit pass. You know what I mean? And now I have a pass to tattle on people. And I, I'm the person that lives to see something happening and tell somebody. I love to be that person. Yeah. I can't I, that, wait I like to how tell. It makes me feel right. Mm-hmm. I love it. Now yeah. I've, I've been given a monitor job, and I and and you know what? I mean, that's the reason why I couldn't be a policeman because these people are much better people than me. I'll be honest with you. I'd be bored out of my mind if I wasn't pulling people over. I mean, I mean, it, it, it'd be like, man, I need, to pull, I need to pull somebody over. I'm bored out of my mind sitting here. 
Uh, so I'd, I'd be the person going looking for something to do. And I know that's not that's not the way it should be done, so that's why I couldn't do it. I couldn't mm-hmm. handle that. But there's some people that have been given this uh, – they think they've been given authority that they really don't have. Yeah. You know, It's like the, the government has said, by the way, we're giving a BIP, a BIP zone, BIP freedom for BIPness everywhere and BIPity-BIPs. <laughs> and uh, please, please try to tell on your neighbors and watch everybody to see what they're doing and let us know about it so, so you can be important. And, uh, and that, 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 let's don't live like that. Can, no. can we push back on that a little bit? Is everybody with me to push back? I'm not saying yeah, be reckless. No, yeah. Push it back. I'm not, I'm not saying being reckless. I'm not saying don't, don't put words in my mouth, but I am saying don't be bips. Yeah. You know, too, when you, it's hard for me to even really grasp what's still going on when you look outside and it's beautiful weather. Yeah. You know, and it's sunny and it's very mild right now, maybe a little breeze blowing. Little it breeze. Just, Try just, 20 miles an hour yeah. the weekend. Well, no, I know. Yeah. We had some this weekend, yeah. a little rough. Right. But mm-hmm. I mean, I'm looking out now. It's, it's so beautiful out there. It's mm-hmm. just hard to imagine that we're still in the grasp of a pandemic. If you would now when it's cra- when it's rainy and overcast, you go, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. You know, it feels flu like, yeah. but it's just so pretty out there right now. Well, we're getting down to the, to the end of, we live. of the flu season. And, and some of the reports are coming in. Of course, you know, I don't know why we can't just enjoy good news mm-hmm. that are saying, you know what? We thought this that may not respond to humidity and heat, but apparently it doesn't like it does get weakened like the other, you know, uh, viruses. So, yeah, summer really should make it not as not as bad. It, it probably will. So um, so that's good. I don't, I don't know why we're afraid of. Yeah, but no, no, maybe maybe that's just okay. Maybe it's been a highly contagious flu. It's killed the people. All flus kill. People have had a really hard time with it, and it's highly contagious. That's what the data is showing. Uh, we'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 22 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. So we were talking about, you know, DEFCON Dippy and all that and designated survivor. I do want to give an encouraging word uh, to our staff, and I agree with this caller. And uh, Bubba, you and the guys and all of y'all deserve a lot of credit for this. And Super Tom, the engineer, you know, I'm getting, of course, my emails consist of <clears throat> basically two things over the weekends now. Hmm. Various spiral dog updates of people cooking spiral dogs all over the country. <laughs> Some of you, by the way, don't get weird with it. Okay, but anyway, so um, this person is, is updating me on their on their spiral dogs. And they asked me to judge it, see if it looks good. And they're giving me how much they're enjoying it. By the way... Uh, I would say 99% of the people are saying this has completely changed their lives as far as hot dogs. They, they, they cannot believe it. They thought, no way, it's as good as everybody's talked about, and they are loving it. But they said at the end of this update on their, on their dogs, by the way, y'all have done a great job with Zoom radio broadcast. If you had not told me, I probably would not have known you were doing anything different, particularly after a few days of getting the kinks worked out. One, basically saying once y'all got into these microphones and the – little processors and all that. If you hadn't told me, I probably wouldn't even know y'all were doing it. Hmm. So that that's a credit to everybody good. working on the quality. Yeah. Which back to my point that I made about people in the industry on TV trying to be sharp and act like they're suffering because their audio is bad. Yeah. American Idol did theirs live last night, and all the contestants did it from their own home. 
and the sound was excellent because they had the equipment, which these other people have access to. They also. Do. Hey, the Rick and Bubba show has. Sharp. Hey, the Rick they and Bubba show can. With the band in their ear, and it was awesome. I mean, it sounded really, really good. All right, so I want to ask you this. So it Adler. can be done. Let yeah. me go to you, Adler. And by the way, Adler, uh, based <laughs> on what we had, and I know we need to talk about some other items. This is all getting updated on everybody's deal. <laughs> if you will look into your camera at any point <laughs> and blink to me, help. We will say you need to come in. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, he's blinking. Okay. All right, I see. Okay. All right. Okay. Right. Right. Greg. Greg. I won't. I won't. Okay. It's enough blinking. You've really blinked. You did a whole paragraph. Oh, right. you got it. You got it. Yeah. yeah okay. Good. H I, is four dots. D is one dot. Yeah. I won't say what happened, but Calvin Speedy Wilburn was a witness, and that's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Do you remember this conversation? To what I just said. And I'm gonna be real general about it. I walked into a person that uh, that you know the way things are arranged, an unnamed person that I have some authority over, and and I was asked a question. You remember this? Okay. And I walked in and I said, "Between you and me, do you need me to forbid you to do that?" Oh yes. Yeah. I said, "Cause honestly, I don't care, but do you need me to care?" Yeah. And the person said, "I need you to care." I said, "Well, by golly, I care then." <laughs> And you and you better have your rear end here at work. <laughs> That's right. That so uh, that, so really <laughs> we're here to help. Right. Really let me know if I need to care about this. So Adler, <laughs> let me know if I need to start thinking. By golly, we got to get Adler back up here. <laughs> He's blinking again. Adler, we may need you on May fourth. So need you loud. Gotcha. Gotcha loud and clear. Look, I know it's uncomfortable. Yeah. We need to do, but at some point you got to yeah. get back to work, son. <laughs> All right. That's right. That's right. So um, so one of the things that has broke out at home, which is odd. Is this tells you that we all have too much time together? I, I really believe at this point, you know, the old thing before. You know, people say it's not the quality qual, uh, quantity of time; it's quality, and that was kind of been knocked down. That's usually a dad who feels guilty because he doesn't have anything to do with his family. Okay, yeah. so he makes himself. So really, no quantity does matter. But hey, we got it now. Yeah, okay. yeah I really. I noticed really, nobody at work ever says that. Right. I, I'm going to tell you this. I think that right now everybody can pass the test of quality and quantity. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, now we're overflowing. It's like I need to open a new account of time. Yeah. You know, and and so it's getting to the point where you, we're so familiar, we're so studying the people that we're with all the time. So Sherry and I are sitting out, you know, on the on the deck, and you know, we're we're just out there. You know what we do? We've gotten to the poor point that I can tell you everything that's going on with a two birds that are husband and wife and the and and i can update you on what's happening with their family at one point i didn't think they were very good parents sherry took issue she thought they were i said really neglecting these eggs and i said these eggs ain't never gonna hatch and now the babies are here and she said see there she was doing what she needed to do i said i kind of thought they were a little careless with their eggs honestly i think they like the idea of having eggs i don't think they really wanted to take the responsibility of the eggs and so then, so I'm, I'm literally updating every day two birds that have built a nest in our deck and their ongoing relationship. Okay. That's, this is how it's getting. So we're sitting there. And, um, so the sun, you know, it's been out this weekend for us, but a lot of wind and Sherry looks over and she goes, oh, you may, you may have a graying problem talking about getting older. And I said, what are you talking about? She said, you know, your hair is not really turning gray at a very rapid rate. And I said, ah, that's just, you know. I don't ain't nothing I do about that. I'm I'm thankful for that. She goes, but the beard is really, really starting to gray. And I said, Yeah, I, yeah, I know it is. She goes, No, I'm thinking that the beard's gonna beat your head. I, I think you're gonna turn gray on beard first, and you may have a fully gray beard with dark hair. 
And I'm like, is that? Oh, I hope so. And I'm like, I'm like, is that bad? And then Bubba, have, I'm trying to think if I, is there examples? Is anybody, I know we can pull some up probably, but yeah. Bubba, you said you thought, and thanks for that, that you thought Stephen King had that happen. Yeah, I, yeah. I want to say <laughs> he's, yep. the, he's the first one that came to mind. Right. And and I'm like, I don't, now I'm not talking about people who color their hair. Uh-huh. And then for, if I'm going to color my hair, I'd color my beard too. Don't you think, Greg? Yeah, You've seen think, this beard. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm talking about, I think I may get to the point that my beard goes gray Maybe substantially yeah. before my head does. Okay, now I'm dialing in. Okay, so so we got stash graying. Graying. Okay, look, where, where you got your sideburns down to about mid-chin. Yeah. It stops, yep. and it's dark underneath the chin. So yep. you could have yeah. a different color yeah. going yeah. here. Salt and pepper is fine, but if this thing goes completely gray and my hair stays as dark as it is, this could be a bizarre look. Yeah. <laughs> look, there it is, Bubba. That is, Bubba. You, I think you're right. I, I, I'm looking at Stephen King right now. Yeah. A little bit Skunk beard. Well, that uh, is do you, weird. Do you see a picture of him with the ones that I pulled up? He didn't have a beard. No, I, somebody pulled one up. I'm looking at, and he he he. he yeah. It looks uh, like I think you're right. It looks like that's it. Yeah. Uh, well, I can give you uh, Tom Hanks. Uh, also did that, and I've right. got a picture to show of that. Okay. Oh Hell, wow. Okay. Good. Nice. All right. I think Tom's color. Rick, I think I, I, I've never hair. I've never studied this, but I think it's pretty common. Pretty for common. Your beard to turn gray first. Okay. There's stuff. Yeah. There's that Tom Arnold. Hanks picture. Arnold was that way too. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Good. All right. I'm okay then. I, there's there, that Tom Hanks look is about where I'm going to be. I think. That's this guy right here, I can't think of his name. Yeah. Name I know you're talking. Oh, about. That's, Colin that's Farrell. Negan. Is that Colin? Isn't that Negan off of Walking Dead? His oh, uh, yes. his beard went gray and his mustache hadn't yet. That's weird. Okay, all right, all right. Well, we'll we'll come back. So anyway, I, I will start thinking. I'm going to let it go. George yeah. Clooney, Rick, which ought to be better. Cut. Well, let me tell you, I, I know you may find it surprising. I've never been compared to George, George Clooney in my entire life. <laughs> There's, you know, people are sending me pictures of something a little more closer to home. Jack Black. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> We'll go phone calls when we come back above. It looks like that Kay Ivey is on the line. Oh, finally. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is 35 minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show lines are available at 866-WE-BE-BIG. First phone troll of the day. First phone troll of the week. Uh, so come on in and we'll chat with you. Lines are available. Stretch Armstrong will take those for you at 866-WE-BE-BIG. MyPillow.com is uh, you know with the Rick and Bubba Show. and We certainly are thankful for the great job they give, uh, have done and continue to do for our country. Uh, but at the same time, don't forget, uh, not only are they patriotic and they're working to help our country in the time of need, they also are a fantastic company with uh, remarkable products, and they're available at MyPillow.com. Uh, right now, if you go there and take the promo code Bubba where it says Radio Specials, uh, boy, do they have some discounts and some buy one, get one freeze. It's great. Also, if you want to buy this great story, Mike Lindell's book about his life, which is a great book, you'll get a $25 gift card to use on future orders. Uh, so uh, we'll we'll ship you the order, too, for free, uh, and you can get a 60-day money-back guarantee and a great warranty on all those MyPillow products by going to MyPillow.com, look for radio specials, click on that, and take the promo code Bubba with you. Now, I know that we have two timeouts, but I assume one of them is already going to be used because Miss Kay is calling out of Alabama. Y'all want to go ahead and 
spend a time Just out go there. Ahead. Go ahead. Yep. Okay. Time out. All right, Miss K, welcome to Ricky. She have both of them and use the entire segment <laughs> if she wishes. Miss <laughs> yeah. K. Good morning, Richard, Bill, Greg, Speedy, Hamza, and Daddy Chris. I just been seeing that sweet little baby. She looked like a little ladybug, doesn't she? She does, like a little ladybug. She, she does. Beautiful. How are you, Miss K? Well, I must say I have been no battling some hay fever, so I've been coughing and sputtering, but I'm doing really well. Are y'all doing okay over there and staying well? We we are staying well, Miss Kay. I, I I know that um, you know people are talking about maybe it's time to open up Alabama. Well, I know that, and I, I've been trying to uh, talk with my my cabinet and my my people that have given me some uh, uh, some direction on things. But uh, you know, my magic eight ball. You know, you, you just got so many different things that it says like cannot predict now or as I see it. Yes, or. It is decidedly so. So I just don't know about opening up just yet, and I just want to be uh, cautious and um, and look out for those around us. And but one thing's for sure: you look real cute in your mask and your gloves, there, Mister Mister Richard. Thank you, Miss <laughs> K. I'm just trying to follow protocol. I'm just trying to so, make, practice Ms. safety. Miss K, when when do you think we'll get some kind of announcement or guidance on this? We have several states around us that already have a plan. We're kind of we hadn't exactly got our plan yet. Well, we are working on this tirelessly, and um, we should have something coming up next day or so. And um, I know people are anxious to get out, and you can tell that they have enjoyed the time off because so many of them have really nice glowing tans because they're sitting outside, you know? Yeah, Alabama the beautiful, you know what I'm saying? I mean, everybody looks beautiful. And, and I saw your press conference the other day. You look like you're taking care of yourself, and you you know you seem to be working those Alabama colors pretty good. Mm-hmm. Well, you know I look good in the red, white, and blue, and uh, it offsets all the the highlights in my hair. Um, <laughs> but I would. You are looking you know, good, Miss Kay. Looking good. Well, thank you so much. I've been doing my um, body by Jake. It's uh, one of those barbell things. <laughs> Listen, um, I, I just want to encourage everybody to you know stay six feet away from each other as much as you can, and no. No hugging and nothing of that. And if they come close, you just grab your pepper spray and you just take care of them the way they should be taken care of. What now, Miss K? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you say pepper spray, <laughs> Rick? I don't know. What, well, listen. Sometimes you got to go all in. <laughs> right. Okay. You, <laughs> you, you, you go all in. You're right, Miss K. <laughs> Thank you so much. So good to hear from you. Well, I I know it's been a while since we have chit chatted, but I just was a little concerned about calling in and. Um, you know, I have a lot in common with that with that big store target because I do believe I have one on my back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, politics is hard. Well, it's rough out there. Yeah. It is very difficult. And I know so many people are hurting and everything, and this is a situation we have not dealt with uh, ever. And it's just... Um, it's just a really interesting time, but we're we going to pull together and we're going to be stronger through this. And there are going to be a lot of gray hairs that haven't been colored for some time, but we will get through it all. Amen. Thanks, Miss Kay. Thank you, Miss Kay. Blessed, y'all have a blessed day. Y'all stay safe and wash your hands now. You hear me? Okay, we will. <laughs> we will wash, Miss Kay. Thank you. <laughs> now, listen, and, and remember, you can't outstep a high stepper. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. It's so good. <laughs>
I need that Look every time. <laughs> should be the parting line. <laughs> right after, wash your hands. <clears throat> oh, I can't hide it. Oh, that's so that is good. good. How many uh, people? How many people think that one hundred percent really is the real? I mean, because well, it sounds a lot like explaining it. going on now on YouTube. So oh, I assume that they, here's what's going to be bad. They had to explain means that there was confusion. Oh yeah. Here's what's going to be bad. You know the the local uh, news source. They yeah. usually just grab uh, quotes out of interviews. You're right. They're quote her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. right. Governor says use pepper spray. Yeah, that, you talking about the fact there's no journalism anymore? Somehow <laughs> grab that. And say Rick and Bubba interview the the governor today, and they'll put all her quotes out there. What if we look and that story was running that said you can't step a high stepper? Let's go to just absolutely do a cartwheel. Let's go to Carson out of Troy. Carson, go ahead. Thirty seconds. We're back on the troll. One timeout is left. The other is gone. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, monkey, monkey grass. Thanks for the call. Monkey Glad you finally got you. through, brother. What's on your mind today? Well, you know there. Uh, there's currently reported 6,000 cases in the state of Alabama when this has been going on since the beginning of March. And I know that obviously not all those people are still sick. Right. So I want to know how many cases are actually active and the media is not reporting that. Yeah. You'll have a hard time when we get into the thing. It's almost like they'll take a number and they'll hang on to it. And then they'll never let you know when that person is no longer, you know, sick, mm-hmm. and and they're not. And the, the numbers, so it, the numbers are hard. Of a to find. running number, you yeah. just want a current number, yeah. like this many this week. Yeah, he, and he well, said you can probably find it. There's enough charts out there that to, to, you can spend half a day looking at. Yeah, and he's saying that once somebody has gone the 14 days and they don't have any symptoms anymore, and they probably have antibodies, don't you kind of have to take them off the list now because they're not active? Well, I think it was the CDC page that's got uh, how many had it, how many yeah. been cured, what right. the death rate. I mean, they've got all kinds of stats. On because that. when you're opening up a state, you want to know how many active people you got. You don't want to know how many you once had. And, well, you want to know. Right. You, I think you would want to track it like how many do you have every Friday. You know, and right. then you can see the the curve of how it's going. Uh, we continue. Uh, let's and, and hope the and hope the reporting is correct. You know, the <laughs> the chart is only as good as the numbers. Uh, let's go to Justin in Birmingham, one zero four seven WZZK. Justin, go ahead. Good morning, fellas. How are you doing? Good, good. We're great. Hey, Speedy, this morning on the kickoff, I was talking about uh, that YouTube show, Out of the Shadows. Yep. Uh, had a chance to watch that beginning to work this morning. Thank you, Speedy. Eye opening. Yeah, well, when you watch it too, the we we watched it uh, on Saturday because I kept getting so many e- emails about it. Uh, and first of all, you know, I, I thought it was out of the shadows. I realize it's now just called out of shadows, which I don't know why it's called that. But uh, yeah, so we'll come back, maybe spend some time on that next segment. But um, it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, when it's over, you know, you immediately have to go like w- watch Andy Griffith or something, a few episodes, just to kind of <laughs> bring you back, just to get the funk off of you. Uh, we continue. Let's go to uh, let's go to Larry out of Greenville. Larry, go ahead. Thirty seconds. 
Hey, good morning, fellas. Hey, buddy. Hey, this weekend, I was doing a little fence road cleaning. That's social. That's, that maintains social distance. Nobody wants to help you clean the fence road. No, you're but, right. That's no, all right. No, no. Yeah. But anyway, I was listening, like I reckon, the best of, and Helmsy had brought up the preppers back when he and his wife went to a Bible study, and y'all had a prep plan where everybody was going to retreat to certain places. Did y'all almost get to invoke that? <sighs> you know, we haven't gotten <laughs> to that place. Uh, you know, I've uh, I've kind of. I was worried about it because one day when you know we were talking about how to use the farm and who's going to get to be there and who's not, yeah, uh, I did have some people try to break, you know, come in on the property, uh, and I thought to Ooh. myself, do I need to enact? It's time to protect the land. Mm-hmm. Tur- only found out they were just wanting to ride four wheelers, so that kind of went, you know. Yeah. It, but you got to be ready. Yeah. But we never got to that complete plan. But I, I think I think we were getting. We were at least on that road. We hadn't taken the exit yet. Yeah, you, we could see it out there. We just didn't get to it. So we'll come back. We'll, un- we'll unpack out of shadows because we keep getting emails going, hey, what do y'all think about this? Uh, <laughs> and we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my Ten knees. minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG, our toll-free number. Thank you for being with us today. Much to discuss. So the emails started coming in over the last couple of weeks, uh, mainly, and then over the weekend. Uh, hey, what do you think about the YouTube documentary, Out of Shadows? And I've been watching tons and tons of documentaries. I love documentaries, so... Uh, I thought, all right, well, we'll give this a gander, and uh, because people kept asking us about it, and I know Hems, you watched it over the weekend. Uh, I did as well, um, and and I, you know, I may have a different uh, view of of a lot of people, and all I mean is, for me, for me, the video, the documentary was not surprising. Uh, the 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 basic concepts of the video, I kind of have. The reason why I thought that is, I think you can obviously see it. Um, how you know Hollywood gets you know some some themes and some agendas that they want to push and they want to try to see if they can't uh, get the masses through their you know our love of entertainment and the you know like we've said before and you can't go any further than this example you can but it's just such a such an easy example and we've said it on the show a thousand times I've said it talking to my kids I've said it to myself I've said it you know in various Bible studies, if people are willing to pay $3 million for 30 seconds of your time during the Super Bowl, you are greatly influenced by what you see and hear. <laughs> well, well, if that's the case, and let's, let's face it, on that one example, we know that it is. Do you think people invest $3 million in something that never delivers? No, not, for, not more than once. Yeah, they probably don't. Mm-mm. So we know that's out there. Well, if that's the case, would we think that – there might be some sinister agendas that would go to that power and say, let's, let's use it. Sure. Sure. And wouldn't we say that the Bible refers to Satan as the prince of the air? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't we say that probably the, the air prince wa- of the, I think it's the prince of the power of the air. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I forgot the terminology, but yeah, you're, yeah. you're in the, you're in the ballpark. Airwaves, media, radio, television, which I think it's, that's why it's important. I think <clears throat> for the Irwin brothers of the world and, He's not. They're not the only one, but these people that are now saying this, yeah, this does have power, so let's use it for good. Wouldn't it also be pretty obvious that people would want to use it for bad? And yeah. wouldn't it also be not surprising that government agencies 
would try to manipulate people by using this medium as well. So, I mean, to me, none of that is surprising. Now, it's glaring when you look at some of the things that this um, documentary seems to not just guess on, but document of things that have been going on for a long period of time. And, of course, Greg, one thing I think you'll be interested in is something you've been warning people about for years on the show. They really delve into these celebrities and the all-seeing eye and, and uh, you know, the occult uh, symbols that you see throughout entertainment. A lot of stuff <clears throat> out there, Rick. A lot yeah, of stuff out there. Real creepy, this this woman who is some sort of – Helmsy, correct me. It's, I mean, she she seems satanic to me, this this woman that a lot of them have, have gotten training from, and she's going to help them become stars and show them how they can carry themselves as celebrities. And, boy, she was a creepy – uh, so, I, I, it's to me, there's certainly more uncovered in the documentary than you probably see with just the eye. But I guess my assumption was if the things that I can see without a documentary are there, I bet it's even worse than I think it is. And this documentary would say, yes, it is. Is that a, is that a, is that a fair assessment? Yeah, it is. And <clears throat> for me, I knew there was propaganda. I knew there was... Um, the media is definitely slanted in, in that favor. I think for me, the reason it was so shocking was because this is one of those things that we don't really want to pop the hood and look under. We just want to yeah. kind of enjoy it as entertainment right. and, and move on about our day. And the fact that they pop that hood and go into the certain areas of the car that you just never look yep. and don't want to look and yep. don't want to care how it's working. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you look at it and you're like, oh, wow, okay. Didn't yeah. realize it was as in depth as that. Yeah, um, it, it, w- one thing it ought to do, and again, we know this, guys. We know this, but what it ought to do, you may know something, but you still need people to go. Hey, let me remind you of this in a harsh way. Yeah, we, you know, it's kind of like the time the guy sat across from me at lunch, and I'll never forget it on a spiritual thing. And and I knew that I needed to be the spiritual leader of my home, and I knew the the responsibility that God has given a man, and I knew that men men and women were equal, but they're just not the same. I knew all that. But when a guy came across the table and leaned into my face and said, Here, let me put it to you this way. If there's anybody else that is the spiritual leader of your children and your wife, they are a better father and husband than you are. And so the influence that's been given you, they're influencing your wife and your children. And I thought, oh, okay, I knew these concepts, but wow, that really drives it home. And, uh, and yeah. so I think this was one of those moments where you go, yeah, we need to be careful what we watch and be careful what we listen to, guys. And then this is like, no, you really need to care. Yeah, uh, you know, exactly. it, it, it's not, yeah, it, yeah it, it, and, and that, that is, line that you just said is what I hear from my wife every day. She, she will, this is how, how it goes. She, starting to watch this documentary with her. She's like, I've been trying to tell you this for years. You won't listen to me. Right. Right. This is exact by the end of it. She couldn't even watch it so much uh, anymore because she was so disturbed. Like it was even worse than she even thought. Yeah, it, it, and it, I think Greg <laughs> being the conspiracy guy right. on the show I his think job. I can't it's kind wait. of his job. Yeah. I can't wait for him to watch it because it, he will be able. We will really get something out of it because he'll be able to come and go. Man, that ain't any big deal. Everybody knows that. Or if it shocks him, then you know it's bad. Well, and Bob, I tell you one thing. And Helms, you hit on this kickoff hour, but some people may not have heard that, so I'm gonna say it again. One of the things too. Again, we knew this, but for them to be able to show it to you so plainly, when Bub and I were first being recruited to come to the Birmingham market. Uh, as a new show, we had been listening to Birmingham radio growing up, and it, it, it really was very high quality, very good, very entertaining shows. 
But what had happened over time, and it took someone to show it to us, is you think there's a lot of radio stations in Birmingham, but they're all owned by three people, every one of them. <laughs> so there's really only three groups being represented in Birmingham. There's not multiple groups because people own multiple radio stations now, and three companies own all of them. Well, this points out this is the same way you go to your 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 package of entertainment, and you think, man, I got hundreds of channels. Yeah. But it really gets down to only a few people on all of them, and uh, and so th- those. I people- didn't know that the big six was out there. Had no idea. Right, and and so and 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 that the CIA has been you know in Hollywood for a long time, which that yeah. doesn't. They know it's influential, so of course they would want to use. Yes, it. and uh, and yeah. these people who are in Hollywood know it's influential. Stephen Baldwin said, "On the air, Satan's got Hollywood." He said, "Now, if you feel called to try to go change it, then you certainly do what the Lord's called mm-hmm. you to do." But but Satan runs Hollywood, and he's got it. He he owns it. And, yeah, he said you might want to put your efforts somewhere else. Right. But he said now don't. <laughs> he said I'm not standing away from anybody's call. Right. You know. Right, and right. Uh, and but but I think that um, that it, it's it we're we're a little cavalier with it because I hear people say this all the time. Man, it don't really bother me. It don't really bother me. You know, and this and that. I can, I can say it does bother me. If you don't believe it, when I turned off that documentary, Sherry and I were like, man, we got to walk outside. I mean, that's got so many haints and so much darkness and so whatever, man. We need to let's 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 put on some praise music. Let's let's get the Bible out. I mean, it, it's a spiritual warfare is is real, mm-hmm. and it always amazes me, especially people with a biblical worldview, is that we have different dimensions spiritually that are alive and active and at war. But that's not enough for us. We want Bigfoot and, and space aliens. I mean, <laughs> hey, are angels and demons not enough for you? I mean, it, it's a uh, if you if you believe that that's going on in another spiritual dimension, and there's supernatural forces that are battling in a fallen creation, you still need Bigfoot and space aliens. Isn't that enough for you? I mean, especially if you claim to have a biblical worldview, the Bible's telling you it's true. But um, so it's uh, I was not surprised by the general presentation, but some of the details were shocking. Top of the hour, Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Daily, that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us. Uh, we've got uh, the broadcast plaza and teleport speedy, yours truly, and Stretch Armstrong here. He'd say we were friends. And out all across the Fruited Plain in home studios, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, uh, our new dad, Eddie Van Adler, and welcome back for a brand new hour. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubs, how you doing? Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for sharing this pandemic together. Uh, if you were with us last hour, I do want to give everyone a heads up, because I know with these documentaries, we're all, you know, so much content we're consuming. Uh, out of shadows on YouTube. We did talk about it, but be aware there's some there's some troubling visual things you're going to see in in this documentary. Uh, there certainly is some language there, uh, and every now and then there'll be some little s- pictures and scenes that'll come across your screen that are meant to be troubling. So just know that when you're you know gathering and saying I just want to be informed and you know I would I would be careful with small children. It's kind of your job to go out there and know this and then protect them. You probably just want, don't want to throw them right there in front of that documentary. So, uh, I, so just be aware of that. Now, if, if if somebody's a teenager and all that, and you know they're out there and they're about to go to college, already in college or whatever, they probably need to see it. 
mm-hmm. uh, and just and be aware of it. Now, you know, they may have the attitude of, oh, come on, mom and dad, you know, y'all, this stuff don't matter. <laughs> uh, let me tell you what the adversary is hoping you'll say. This stuff doesn't matter. Yeah. 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 yeah I can handle it. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what he hopes you'll say. <laughs> Don't bother me. I know I shouldn't have, but I did. <laughs> Maybe the term I know I shouldn't have, I'd hold there a little bit. You know, and you're talking from a guy who used to say things like, now look, I shouldn't have watched that. Well, then maybe that that's maybe I want to take that phrase and grab hold of it a little while and hang on to it. Uh, so uh, so anyway, but uh, just it's it's uh, it, it's not overly surprising, but the details were pretty shocking. Um, all right, so let's talk about Boris Johnson. Bubba looks like Boris is back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's made a recovery, right? He is. Yeah. He's he has returned to work uh, uh, since uh, fighting coronavirus and getting you know kind of in trouble there for a while, uh, but he has recovered now. Um, trying to figure out exactly you know what he was given or he wasn't given. Um, there's not a lot about that in here. Uh, it just says that um, uh, he says COVID nineteen uh, is the biggest single challenge the country has faced since the war. Uh, and he was in uh, in the hospital for a week, three nights in intensive care. He was given oxygen and watched around the clock. After he was released, he recorded a video message thanking the staff. Uh, and, um, that's it. So it, it doesn't say, you know, if they gave him any kind of drugs or anything like that to help him once he got in intensive care, it doesn't say that. So I don't know whether they did or they didn't. It just, it's just you, not covered. You would have the feeling since he's, uh, you know, the, the head administrator of great Britain that they would keep a pretty close eye on him anyway. Well, you know, we, yeah, I would think so too, Bubba. Uh, talking to Glenn, uh, Glenn Beck, uh, the old Bill Gates topic came up and, of course, he talked about Event 201, which you and I, and I still haven't read up on it, but I, I kind of understood what he was saying. And some other people saying, you know, Bill Gates and the Gates Foundation, easy, a little creepy, keep an eye on them, you know, World Health Organization, all that. Well, I, I, don't, I don't think, uh, and, and you, if you haven't heard Rick and Bubba University, we talked to Glenn in uh, the latest episode, so grab that and watch it or listen to it. Bill Gates defends China's coronavirus response. Well, that's not going to help. <laughs> uh, that, that's for, for the conspiracy people out there with the Gates yeah. Foundation. That is yeah, not that. going to help. A billionaire says Beijing did a lot of things right at the start of the pandemic and claims, you ready? Hang on for it. And, and, and claims that criticism of the Communist Party is a distraction. Um, distraction to who? <laughs> right. <laughs> So is he is he trying to say that our government and and Trump is using this just to to be a distraction to what they're doing? Yes, he says. Uh, you know, uh, the one question I would ask. I mean, how many pandemics have we had come out of that part of the world? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, seems yeah. like we would. Uh, you know, in serious outbreaks of things, seem like we we need to uh, work together with them to clean up some of that. Bubba, another statement that's not going to do do well over in the Bill Gates uh, uh, line of comments. The World Organization is a phenomenal agency, and he totally defends it. Well, them. if he wants to give his money to it, good good for him. Right. You know, well, that, that, plenty. that leads to the, um, by the way, the Gates Foundation's second largest donor behind the United States, and, of course, we've said no funding for you until we, we get some things resolved. Yeah. So now the new thing is now Donald Trump will be demonized for taking money away from the World Health Organization and it looks like Gates is willing to be part of that. So, um, so there, there we go. So those, I mean, those of you that are kind of, you know, tilting your head and and all this because uh, 
some of the things that uh, that I have been told by those who, um, and I've seen this in our colleges. You know, our colleges have just become wow. Um, yeah. it, it is uh, indoctrination camps of of socialism and communism and and all of this. And if you don't have your kids prepared for this, you're going to hear some strange things from them. But um, he he is in this this camp and. This has been told to me as fact from people that I have in college or have been in college that they see it on some of their questions and on their test is this, and it's totally false, this false worldview that the world is overpopulated. Right. We have an right. overpopulation. Yeah, we totally disagree yeah. with yeah. Yeah. that. that, that is not That is not a truth. Well, see, if you can get into that, that uh, overpopulated uh, mindset, you suddenly you start thinking things like, well, Mother Earth is just kind of getting her numbers down. Um, that's, you certainly don't have any problem with abortion. You think, man, we need that. We got too, we'll have too many people. And uh, so it, that if, if, you cut, if you start getting indoctrinated into that worldview, then you start getting into, look, if the rest of us going to have any room, we got we to, you know, some of these people got to go. And you really. Well, well look, I, I would say this, even from their worldview point. Uh, if Mother Earth decides to rebalance the scales, that's one thing. This wasn't Mother Earth. This was communist Chinese. Bubba, there you go again, being critical of China. That gummit, Bubba. You're going you're gonna to well, get an email from you. Gates today. Okay, let me ask you this. Did mm. this start in Texas? It did not. Florida? Nope. California? <laughs> well, no, it didn't. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's a Chinese virus. <laughs> right. It is. It, it certainly is. It, it appears it got away from over there and that they weren't exactly forthcoming about it. But, and, and if our original information was correct, that it started in a wet market, they fired the wet market right back up. Right. Yeah. Of course, that, we know that's not where it came from. That would, I think highly unlikely. Well, and then here's the thing I think is either – And I'm not, I'm not a conspiracy guy on this. I'm not I either. I just think the facts just don't point to that. No, I would sit across from Bill Gates, and, and maybe he has an agenda. I don't know. But I would sit across from Bill Gates, and I would say, I realize you're a brilliant man. You certainly are. And, you know, you've, you, you've done some good things, uh, and, and you have been a pioneer in technology, and you certainly would run circles around me with various things that I can't even comprehend. And Rick, he also did some very questionable things. Understood, okay. understood. But I would just stay there because I'd want to give him yeah. his resume. Oh, yeah, you right. know, because you I'm know, because he's because he's about to be talked to by a C student from Calhoun County. So I, I want to go ahead and get that on the table that I acknowledge that. Got it. However, I think you are a nimrod if you think that communist governments are forthcoming. Uh, yeah, well, you're worse than them, Rod. Yeah, if you think that, then I think in this particular moment, either you don't really mean what you're saying, which I think is probably likely because you're too intelligent to actually believe that garbage because communist governments have never been forthcoming. They always revise history, and they always give you the information they want you to have, and they hide the things they don't want you to know. That's just History, a, history has shown us that. Right. Yeah. So, so we can't really take a communist government's word on anything. And if you think otherwise, in this particular moment, I'm smarter than you are. Uh, now, so it has to either be he's not very smart or he has an agenda. It, it's one or the other. Or he's a communist. Maybe he thinks communis- communism is great. I, I don't know. Now, be- Of all people, I don't think nah, he should be one. <laughs> the old free market uh, has been pretty good to Billy Gates and the gang. Yeah, and, uh, real good. But that is kind of creepy that he's out defending yeah. the World Health Organization and saying that talking about China not being forthcoming is nothing but a distraction from the fact that we're not doing a good job in our country.
Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, we'll be back. 15 minutes past. 866-WE-BE-BIG lines are available. And uh, more of the program continues, Lord willing, right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings 21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866, we be big. We'll kind of hit you on some updates, but here's one from Denise and Opalaka that's going to remind. I'll tell you an update that we just got. Denise, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Your question, go ahead. Well, first, Green Acres, I'm working from home. Well, you and, like, uh, like a lot of folks. Go ahead. Yep. Um, so I was wondering over the weekend about Frenchie that we hadn't gotten an update on him since the quarantine began. So well, we were wondering what's going on. With yeah. Him. Well, we actually did, and you may have missed that, but I have another one. So, yeah. so you've actually called okay. at the at the right amount of time. So you know, the Frenchie and his family, you know, they don't live in a Paris situation. They live in what it would be like to be in rural America, uh, and uh, it's not a very big town, and and it's it's uh, it's very much. Um, rule and a lot of land and a lot of space but you know most of them have their own little market the french government again which is where we do not want to be the french government has taken over you know the country and they have shut everything down you're not allowed now picture picture if you had to go get food you know of course in most of these small towns they have markets that are close but you're not allowed to travel more than a mile cannot travel more than a mile no matter what so they cannot exceed a mile. Frenchie, it just happened. His mom was talking to Sherry. Frenchie was jogging, and he jogs on the part of a, a lake they have there where he's jogged for years. And he he was trying to figure a space to about a mile to stay inside the rules. He exceeded, according to the local authorities, they thought he had jogged more than a mile. He said it might have been a mile and a half. He said, I certainly wasn't at two miles and got a citation of 150 euros, uh, got what was, was, wow. ta- was taken in by authorities and returned back to his home with a 150 euro fine for jogging in an open area with nobody around him more than a mile. That outlaw. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> so, so they are, they are completely, completely, the, the central government has completely taken over the entire country. And are not allowing people to do really anything, and uh, so our very own Frenchie just got a citation for jogging in the middle of nowhere, uh, more than a mile. Uh, so, so that I don't, I don't think we, you know, we we don't want that. That's not the way Americans live. No, uh, but that's what's happening in France. But uh, the good news is Frenchie and his family are fine. Nobody's got it uh, okay. where they live. Real, I don't think very few people have it at all, but. When they take over the whole country, whether you live in small town France or big city Paris, they treat you exactly the same. And uh, and so he uh, he just got a, a citation. So just make a note of that. Uh, yeah. Bubba, look everywhere at, everywhere's not the same. No, and uh, and let's look to where we don't want to be. Uh, so let's talk about uh, the the NFL draft. Bubba, you said the numbers are in. Yeah, updated numbers. Uh, ABC's coverage of the first round of the NFL draft on Thursday set a record for the event with more than 15.6 million viewers tuning in the opening night across ABC, ESPN, NFL Network, ESPN Deportes, and their digital channels, uh, helped by sports fans starved 
for action, and they're calling it, Rick, the first live sporting event in several months. Sporting event's a stretch. <laughs> sporting event is a stretch. Uh, so uh, I can't imagine the numbers on the last dance. Can you imagine? No. Because, first of all, we're getting to see at least some highlights of basketball, yeah. and it's actually when the NBA was fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, when, yeah. when, when they were very physical. Numbers on the last dance, the first two episodes, was uh, north of 8 million. Here we go. Look at here. So, by the way, speaking of the NFL draft, we were talking about how Cam Newton and Jameis Winston have no job. According to this report that I'm holding here in my hand, Bubba, the Saints are finalizing a one-year deal with Jameis Winston. Yep. Yeah, Jameis got picked up by the Saints uh, for one year. I saw that. So, I guess of the notable quarterbacks, Cam Newton is the only one unsigned right now, right? Is that accurate, guys? Yeah. 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 Uh, so, so, really, we were asking the question. Or the, former MVPs, you could put it that way. Well, we were asking the question, guys. We asked this maybe on Friday. If not, it was Thursday. If we had a choice of Jameis Winston or Cam Newton, who would we pick? And we all said Cam, I think. The yes, Sa- that's correct. The Saints said, no, nah, we'll take Jameis. <laughs> well, and I hate to give this guy any particular credit when it comes to sports talk, but Eddie, Eddie Van Adler posed the question. That boy, Adler. And, and he's right. We None of us think Cam can actually go and be a behind-the-scenes backup quarterback. Um, he wants to be the star of the show, and I get that. He's Cam Newton. But you're seeing Jameis. He's willing to be humble and say, guys, I'm going to take a year. See if I can get this thing figured out, and maybe I'll become a starter one one day. And I don't think Cam can do that. Yeah, and our, I don't think teams think Cam can do that. Well, all I can think about is if Jameis Winston's in New Orleans. They better protect the uh, the crawfish. Oh, right. They may steal it back. He's got a he's got a hanker for that, doesn't he? By the way, I thought that there's a Cajun restaurant close to our house, and everybody's trying to survive. God love them. Yeah. And uh, so it got it was crawfish season, and they were doing a crawfish boil <laughs> in the parking lot. Come by and grab them by the by, by the bag. Oh. I thought well, that's a good idea. Grab yeah. some crawfish yeah. on the way home. Yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, so now, the, you know it's kind of funny too. Belichick uh, spoke about the fact that the Patriots did not draft a quarterback i know they picked one up free agency i think the michigan state quarterback but um it uh it's interesting because he said you know we try to enter each draft with goals in mind and sometimes it doesn't play out and so we don't try to force anything but um you haven't floated it up could he end up there yeah cam i I don't know if he fits that system or not but you just wonder i know he 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 seemed to act like they were kind of happy with what they had you know with the Patriots. Well, if I'm the Patriots and I'm, you know, I'm going to try this post Tom Brady deal, I think if I can get Cam to come along, put him in my little little pool of quarterbacks, I might go to. I sure would take him. But yeah. but as you said, Helms, though, and others, Cam may not. He may be. I'm I'm the premier starter. Or I don't I don't come. Yeah. And maybe Cam's made more money than Jameis and and doesn't need a job as yeah. bad as somebody else. I don't know. But yeah. um, and we'll, well say, it, it be is with strange the that someone of his level who has been to a Super Bowl, who has been a league MVP, who has a lot of records in his back pocket, has not been picked up by somebody, unless he is still hurt and we don't know it. Well, I, I, and Speedy mentioned it, and Bubba, you mentioned it last week, and we found out the window had not really presented itself yet, but it might. Keep an eye on this Washington Redskins thing. Yeah, that, yeah. that may actually pan out. Right. You, know, you, you may see him at the Redskins, but I don't know. Uh, but but that would be kind of right. Then that would that be one of the reasons he might be not entertaining. I, I possibly, I don't know. That's a good question. 
It's a good question. So, uh, and like I say, Ron Rivera's there, and he knows him. That was one of the I thought mm-hmm. more curious things, and mm-hmm. he hadn't picked him up already, right? But maybe they were waiting till after the draft and all, get all that settled. Yeah. Or maybe the point that he knows him is why. He well, that's right. Yeah, or, or that. Yeah, <laughs> guys, Absolutely. let's face it. Let's face it. Let's all talk about it. And I don't know. I don't know. Ron Rivera may be fine with Cam, but it's it's a valid point. We talked about that last week too. But guys, we've all had that uncomfortable call, haven't you? Hey, man, I was going to ask you about something. Oh, so and so said they knew that he knew you. And I, we think about hiring him. What do you think? You ever had that uncomfortable call? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I don't want to say anything. I sure do. I sure do prefer the ones when I can't wait to be elated and say you must hire them. But but there's actually been some. Right. I've actually weighed out the relationship with the person calling. All right, now how bad? How good do I know this person? Yeah. You know, is this the kind of person I don't want to click? You know, give them. Do I do? Do I now you, you don't owe be, it to this you person? Don't want to be over the barrel for yeah, it. Yeah, well, then you have to pick who am I more uh, committed to in this in this phone call. But now, yeah. usually, if I know somebody doesn't need to take somebody on, I'll just say it. Because you know, I run a business, and a heads up is always appreciated. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey, what do you think about old so and so? I'm on a slow walk. <laughs> How'd it work out with y'all? <laughs> uh, phone calls are next. Chris Matthews with a surprising statement coming up too. 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll talk with you right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Jewel. Unlike every other red-blooded American girl, I love the Rick and Bubba Show. 35 minutes past the hour. How about you? 26 years. Still here. Hey, still here. Standing in the ring. Come on, bring it, man. Yeah, hey, we take a couple shots. We're still here, man. Only the strong survive. Uh, so your phone calls are coming in. I do want to tell you that Gridiron Men's Conference is on, uh, barring something happening that we don't know, that we cannot foresee. Uh, and that's uh, mid-June, uh, uh, Father's Day weekend. Uh, David Jeremiah will be speaking. The great Steve Farrar will be speaking. Uh, also, a great testimony from Larry the Cable Guy will join us this year. Uh, also, Charles Billingsley, fresh off of uh, surviving COVID-19. Uh, he'll be uh, leading worship. Uh, also, uh, we'll hear from Josh Rivas. Uh, also, he'll be speaking. Uh, we'll hear from Phil Waldrop. I will be speaking uh, at this event uh, coming up this uh, this year, the 2020 version, and it will be hosted by the great city of Huntsville for the very first time. So go to gridironmen.com to get all your information, to get you, uh, find your hotels, to get your group together, get your tickets, and be ready to go, gridironmen.com. And don't put this off because, you know, if we're still doing a form of social distancing, it's 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 uh, possible that the seating might be reduced uh, to make a little more room in there. So there may be fewer seats than normal. Uh, Bubba, this is always interesting when somebody calls and it's like, in under uh, and it says, glad he found the show. Uh, and, and this is Philip, and he's calling out of Colorado. Uh, so, uh, Philip, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you today? I, I've been better, but Rick and Bubba, it is fantastic. It's not that I found the show, mm-hmm. refound the show. Oh, so you, you um, had the show, went off to Colorado, thought your, your, your show connection was over, and you've rediscovered. Hmm. Had the show back in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, remember when y'all lost uh, the, the airwaves there? Oh yeah. I used to watch you. I remember the uh, 
the wheel of meat when it came out, I thought was the most fantastic thing in the world. Yeah. But I just, I just want to say seriously, I am so happy that I have found y'all once again. Um, watch it on YouTube. It's great to hear your voices. It's great to hear everybody's voices. Um, here, I'm, I'm in a town, 60-some thousand people. Um, primarily, our, our situation is, is we had a lot of people moved in with the virus um, from primarily Vail and Aspen, uh, where you have people coming from all over the world. Um, so our hospitals are, are a little rough. This is a weird time, y'all. Yeah, it is. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It is weird. I'm glad you found the voice of reason. I can't imagine what it was like to go through it without our voices. Hmm. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it. <laughs> well, I'm glad you found it, Philip. Welcome back. And this is what I love about the new technology and the new platforms. And, you know, sometimes you have to be reminded that there's other ways to get the show now if you're outside of a radio affiliate. But you have found the YouTube option. We're glad that you are back. And uh, we're going to get to the other side of all this. Don't you worry about that. AJ, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, guys. How are y'all doing? Good. Good. We're great. Hey, so Fauci hasn't seen uh, a patient in 20 years, but he's calling all the shots. When you have ER doctors who are saying we need to let people back out in the world and get their immune systems built back up because sitting at home is just shutting them down. Yeah. Do you all think that the far left are keeping us at home? That way they can try to control the vote if it goes where you have to vote through mail? Well, here's the thing you got to watch out is I, I do think we have a health crisis, and I do believe there's people that are being honest yeah. about that. But then you hear statements like the MSNBC anchor that says, well, the good news about all this is it's going to damage Trump. And then you start hearing things like, well, we need to start voting by mail. Now, we know that the Democrats have been caught uh, uh, already harvesting votes, meaning uh, the problem with the mail is is you go over to the nursing home and uh, and suddenly everybody's, uh, uh, you know, let, let, let me go in the nursing home and let me make sure I know how everybody's voting. And then well, I'll you can't get in there right now. Yeah, though, yeah, yeah. And, and I'll, I'll send these in. The Democrats have done the harvesting of votes through the, the mail system before. So they, they certainly will try to manipulate it. Everything can be manipulated to some degree. Uh, but remember, these are the same people that don't want, if we vote in person, for you to have to identify yourself and prove you are who you say you are. All these things should be alarming. So any way that they want to vote and the fact that they hate the in-person voting with an ID, that's the one I want to keep with. I want to stay with it because they hate that one which means they must not think it's as easy to manipulate as the others. Right. Uh, I just, I'm, just fo- I'm just following the logic. Uh, but back to what you said about Fauci, there, there were, it was in Colorado, strangely that, that's mm-hmm. where that came from, where you had some emergency room doctors that sat down, it's on YouTube, and they did a YouTube press conference, and they stacked up the data, not assumptions, not, not theories, not models. They even say the models were way off, and they should be because the model – doesn't have any data. Uh, and they go over and make their case strongly around the world, you know, not just in our country, in multiple states. And these doctors are saying it is time for people to get out of their houses and we need to start back uh, because this, uh, this is no longer necessary based on the data, uh, not on models, not on assumptions. And so, yeah, we're now getting to the point where we're finally having some dissenters 
in the medical field saying, hey, um, I thought we were going to follow the science. We got well, it. Well, look, we, 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 haven't we, we, we always we got been the told when it comes to the medical field, get a second opinion, get a third opinion? Right, exactly. Especially if it's a serious uh, procedure. I, I don't think Fauci is uh, inherently evil in this. I think he's uh, a very qualified scientist and doctor, but there are people who are going to have varying opinions who are all very brilliant. So, yep. um, you know, you, you're, you're going to have that. That's part of, uh, of the scientific process and discussion and dissent. And, uh, you know, it'll all shake out in the end. Well, these doctors made a couple of great points. And again, we've already made one of them. Uh, we do have a, a high, you know, rate of people getting it. Uh, we have a low rate of people having severe symptoms. Eighty percent don't even have severe symptoms, and then we have a minuscule rate of deaths. And it's not deaths in new categories from flu seasons past. So it's not killing people that norm that flus normally don't kill. So they brought that up, and then they brought up the let's wait on the vaccine. They said, look, let me shoot that right out of the water too, yeah. because because mm-hmm. not everybody's going to take it. And they said, here's the deal. We do the flu vaccine every year. Number one, we miss it a lot of times. We don't get the right <laughs> yeah. strand. Yeah. Number two, 50% of the country refuses to take it. Yeah. So a vaccine's not going to solve the problem because half the people aren't even going to take it because you know what they're going to say? I'm already a little leery of the flu vaccine. Talking about healthy people, not talking about people that are high risk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to go, y'all rush this one to the market. I'm really uncomfortable with this. One. <laughs> and yeah. uh, and so what you're going to have, he said, you can come with a vaccine all day long, but if people refuse to take it, unless we're going to go turn into a communist country, you can't make people take it. So they're saying the, you better learn route, to live with this yeah. and, and, or, because you're going to have to. Yeah. Yeah. The best route, I think, is for us as a society is to learn – how to function with it amongst us. And then if the vaccines and the medicine catch up all the more better, but we have to assume, uh, that we've got to continue even without it. And then like you say, when that comes along even better, well, they're they're just saying, look, here's what we know. And and we have sample after sample, after sample, after sample, after sample. And we keep getting the same data. High High contagious rate. 80% 80% don't have bad symptoms at all. Uh, we have some people with bad symptoms that don't die, and then a minuscule number of people, less than 1%, die. So we know what we're dealing with. What I loved about this, uh, the doctor's video, and it's about 51, 52 it's you minutes want. long. Yeah. It's longer than you want, but it is it is riddled with so much good info. But what I love about it. You're talking about facts? About it yeah. Is, yeah. Exactly. There's, ton, there's tons of facts. And you have reporters in it asking them questions yeah. and some of which sound like they came from the white house press corps with some of their questions constantly asking some of the same things over and over it was good to get a realistic person get frustrated with these people yeah, you was. know like look i've gave you the numbers but we'll we'll give them to you again if you want them again you know those type of things i'm but glad you brought very, that up because it was not it was not a homer situation they put it, a, they put opposition in the conference room too mm-hmm, and yes. they were asking them the same old goofy things they keep asking <laughs> You know, the people that, that get up and do the White House pressure. And you're right, Helmsley. They they finally had to say to them, we are giving you the data. Do, yeah. you, do you want us to read some? He, I love it. He goes, no, I'll read you some more. He goes, over here, yeah. let's let's go Sweden and Norway. He goes, I'm yeah. and I'm Scandinavian. Let's go Sweden and Norway. Let's yeah. read this. One didn't even do – didn't shut down their economy and just did social distancing. The other one shut down their economy completely. The numbers are basically the same. 
And Greg, uh, I, I'm gonna warn you if you go watch this, the his his partner he doesn't talk as much as the main doc, but he's got a little Elvis look to him. He does. Ready for that. <laughs> oh, a little sideburn. Well, and they're also bringing up they're saying you are terrifying people so much, people are yeah. neglecting their health. They yeah. won't come yeah. to the doctor. Yeah. And now we're gonna start having these indirect deaths yeah. that we talked to Doctor Owen about earlier. You, you, they said you, we we have people unnecessarily hysterical. And that is a bigger problem than the actual virus itself. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866, we be big is our number. As uh, we make our way back and uh, hit any headlines that we may have missed, and then we'll get into some of your phone calls coming up. Bubba, you told me I haven't seen this. It was um, kind of surprised me, but a little breath of fresh air, or maybe he realized that uh, he wanted to at least have a shred of credibility left. Uh, Chris, Chris Matthews is now saying that he should have been let go uh, by... Um, is it MSNBC he was on? Yeah. Yes, yeah. MSNBC. Yeah, it was his first comments that he had made since being uh, let go, and it's been what? How long ago was that? A month or two? <sighs> I don't um, remember, yeah. Time has kind of got displaced with this pandemic yeah, thing. It, it, it could have been a year ago. That. It, it might have been a year may, ago. I don't know. No, it, it, it may have been six months ago. No, I, I don't remember. Ten months ago. <laughs> nice. But, but he, he said that <laughs> MSNBC was correct for letting him go. And that he was in the wrong because he shouldn't have been commenting on people about their looks before Mar- an interview. March second. So okay. okay. March second. March second. So it wasn't that far. <clears throat> no, no. But uh, he he's kind of owning up to it, I guess you would say. Well, don't you think they went to him and said, "Look, Chris, we can't go off and like try to trash Trump for something he said when he was sixty years old, and we can't go over and try to do this and that and be hashtag Me Too and." And and us and you just act like this wasn't any big deal. You're in a different climate now, and you're never going to get a job back. So why don't you save face a little bit so we can use what you said? And when people say we're inconsistent, we'll say, well, look, we got rid of Chris Matthews, and yeah. he admitted he should have. We shouldn't talk like that. And, I mean, and you know, I don't remember the details of his of his uh, deal. Yeah, it was something kind of bizarre about it. But it's just, uh, you know, you're you're to the point now. In a lot of cases, you're just afraid to talk to somebody. And the, the good news is, we've been socially distancing for so long, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, I, I don't even know what he said. What did he just say that the person was a look uh, oh, good? Or didn't he talk? He, he was kind of flirty about how they look and all this. Yeah, yeah complimenting them before they go My on the air. That he was so. going to interview. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Plus, this also means he probably has a new project coming out, and he don't want uh, the hashtag <laughs> Me Too people protest. Yeah, you're right. You're well, right. Well, if he'll just get the same ones that are that are covering Joe Biden, he won't have a problem. <laughs> well, well, and bu- so Bubba, on that note, I want to I want to make that you know this this Joe all Biden that was just disappeared. It has. <laughs> dis- I, I have. I thought we had to trust the belief the the accuser. I thought the accuser had to be heard. That's what I no, thought. I thought too. all that. Not but anymore. That is, no, not when it comes to Uncle Sleepy Joe. It's according to who you're <laughs> talking Alyssa about. Alyssa Milano uses the word due process. Oh my I mean, god! That tells you something is up. <laughs> well, and and it continues too prominent. You know, the same, wait a minute, the same due process she allowed Judge Kavanaugh? That's, yeah, that's the one. Uh, the, the two prominent female Democratic vice presidential frontrunners 
appeared on three different national political shows over the weekend, Sunday morning, yesterday. None of them were asked about the explosive allegations against their potential running mate, Joe Biden. Hmm. Nobody, they, see, they weren't asked even a question about it. See, if it was flipped the other way, that would have been all they would have talked oh, about. Oh, sure. That was it. That would have been the only question they asked. Well, if you don't believe it, go back to Megyn Kelly. She gets to host a debate, and what's the first thing she says to Trump? Here's all the names you've called women. Mm. You know, you remember that? That very uncomfortable. Of course, it you know started the, the spiral to – does anybody know where Megyn Kelly is today? Uh, <laughs> she got she decided to go over to the libs, and guess what happened? They destroyed her. But she got caught in their own trap. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, I yeah, think I, I suspect this is Chris Matthews trying to make the first step in the U-turn to get back on somewhere. If if Donald Trump was accused, we know this, of past sexual assaults while he was in the Senate, okay, like 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 Sleepy Joe's being accused of, and we know he's a little handsy. Hey, that's on record. We know that. Does anybody believe that the the uh, a vice presidential potential running mate to, to Donald Trump, who is female, if two of those females appeared on three political shows yesterday morning, does anybody believe that they would not have been said, now, look, do you feel good about being the running mate of this guy? I mean, you know, he, segment would have been yeah, he's a little handsy. Uh, do you think, does any of us believe that it would have been the same thing. Of course, oh, no. Heck, no. Which heck means, no. which means, truth is not not the goal here. But now, Greg says, no, it never has been. All fair discussion this morning. This will be the Dems out. What's that? You remember how you talked about how to get get rid of old Biden? Oh this yeah, will be, they're, this they're will already be ganging out. up. The ones that that had to you know swallow poison to say they were on his side, you know, to keep a straight face. <laughs> yeah. Now they're all turning. They're going see. Now we can't have him. We can't have right. him. So then they're they're trying to get back to where they were. Uh, do y'all, yeah. y'all, y'all know my prediction all along? Hillary is going to swoop in to save Correct. everybody Bubba, or make I'll an attempt you. to. Yeah. But but do y'all think this? Let me ask you this. Let me throw right. this interesting uh, this this little twist. Do you think they were all right with Joe Biden running against Trump when it looked like he had no hope yes. and they were going to give Joe yes. his due? usher him out he yes. wasn't even gonna know who he was when mm-hmm. it was over mm-hmm. and then we'll gear up to really go after uh pence or whoever's gonna be the next republican but now after the virus after the economy coming down do you think they think they can actually win this now yes and are they going to revamp the ticket with someone that they think can win bubba let's use what we love yeah. the most a sports analogy okay we know we have no chance to win this game Okay, and so we're not gonna we're we're red shirting a guy mm-hmm. because, yep. <laughs> because there's no need to play him in this game. We have no hope. Okay, so let's put our old quarterback in there, give him his due. We're not gonna have a good season, and all of a sudden you find out that the opponent has got a major injury, and and and, and you're like, wait a minute, you mean we we might could win this? You start Are looking you-, you start looking at that red shirt, going maybe we should play him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're you're mid third quarter, and you yeah. go. If we could get a first down, we could win this. <laughs> I know. So I think there may be a change. I hope. I've said this a thousand times. I actually put together the campaign uh, for for Sherry, my wife, this weekend, and it scared her so bad she said never mention this on the show because I couldn't help it. You know, I can't help sometimes to even picture what I would do if I was the opposition. You know, if I well, was if I was put in charge of how to win, I know what I would do. And uh, and I and I presented it, and I even gave the opening speech, and it scared Sherry so bad she said, "Please never mention this on the show." Well, <laughs> their, their one hope to at least make it a contest is Cuomo, and you Cuomo. know he's been on several shows, and he said, uh, Sean asked him directly, "Are you going to get in this?" 
And he said over and over again, no, I'm not. But that doesn't mean anything in politics no. or coaching. You know, no, that. no. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the one I fear. Not fear, but yeah, concerned. I know exactly. Oh, and I bought, yeah. and at least I, as a running mate. Yeah, how about uh-huh. this? And I can hear the opening speech, and oh my goodness, mm-hmm. it, it is a doozy. Yeah, and you take him battleground states and take him and put them in your pocket so fast. So y'all have to remember did how y'all, did y'all? <laughs> let me ask you this: How did many people voted against Hillary Clinton and gave Trump the presidency? In the, in yeah, the you, who voted for Obama? Re- yeah. Do you remember? Do you, do you did you see the polls that have Joe Biden up? See, I, I don't, I don't really buy into those polls. There's no way any, not even a good Democrat could vote that way. <laughs> After Hamzy and I saw out of shadows, we don't believe any numbers we see on TV <laughs> no. anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it's all the shell game. Every I'm bit out. Of, I'm done. Who is that? <laughs> everybody. That's Illuminati, isn't it, Greg? Oh, Illuminati. Yeah, they didn't say the word Illuminati. They use it as the occult, which I guess it's just a semantics. But they're using the Illuminati is really running everything behind the scenes. They've really done a a terrible job. Yeah, Yeah, this one goes up on the on the Rothschild. Yeah, you really really want to get scared. Study that much. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. This this uh, documentary went a little other way. No, Satan's running all of it, and uh, and all and and all of his followers. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.